is getting pretty good for 80s gamers. Kids are crushing games with ease, except for lamers. Nest packs will beat yo, cause we got Nintendo power. Woo! <laughs> Game Boy coverage and more Dragon Warrior. Woo! Four way game pads and more Uncle Fester. Woo! Roger Rabbit and Howard and Nestor. No, it's like the ding 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 ding. We got the Game Boy, what comes with it? A Captain N show, who stars in it? Best believe we're gonna play with power. Woo! Mike and Ben have another guest over. Woo! And clearly the main game this show is DuckTales. Woo! Alright. Hi, welcome to the Playing with Power podcast. Uh, obviously, today's issue is n- the DuckTales-covered episode of Nintendo Power. I am your host, Mike. Joining me is my delightful co-host, Ben. Hello. And we have a special guest. My name is John. Hi, John. Hello. Hello, Mike. So, John, how did you find out about the show? Well, uh... Ben and I go way back. Uh, we met in Boy Scouts here in Arizona, and uh, we decided that uh, he was going to start up the, the podcast, and uh, so he asked me, um, what games from Nintendo, uh, the Nintendo system, did you play the most as, you know, when you were growing up? And um, I actually share a common trait with both uh, you and Ben in that Around the time that these issues were coming out, I, I'd actually, um, I, I'm originally from Australia, and uh, my family was moving back and forth uh, to the States and Australia at different points in time, and as both you are aware, uh, when you're in another country, there's often a, like, a big lag on when the systems were, they would come out here in Japan, and then, and then they wouldn't come out in the other areas for a very long time. So my first console was actually the Super Nintendo. But my neighbors across the street, uh, they always had uh, their Nintendo uh, system hooked up. And so over time, like, uh, my neighbor would come over and play Super Nintendo at my place, but then they just kept building their library of the, Super Ni- of the regular Nintendo stuff. So <laughs> I ended up playing through most of these games like, on like a five-year lag. But Sweet. I do remember uh, the DuckTales game as being like one of the best games. So I was like, so, whenever there's a DuckTales episode, I, I want to do it. So <laughs> uh, You hear they're bringing back Darkwing Duck? Uh, the, like the TV series or? Yeah, and the comic. Oh, sweet. Let's get dangerous. I thought that yeah. was a rumor that was squashed. Oh, well, I saw coverage. I saw an article recently, but uh, hopefully it hasn't been squashed because I'd like to see it. Uh, did you ever read the Darkwing Duck comic? Because it takes off after the uh, the show ended. Oh wow! Okay, and it really wraps up everything. Like it even has some serious arcs about like a villain who's like losing his place in the world, and like Quacker Jack like gets <laughs> depressed, and it's, <laughs> oh my god! I oh, barely yeah, like, remember that show. Oh, he he suffers like rage. Like it, it becomes like it's an over arc. It's like a subtle background arc that he's just getting angrier and angrier. And then, like, he meets a nice girl, tries to settle down, but he keeps falling back to his old ways. And <laughs> and then, like, he eventually takes this gun that turns people into toys, and he turns it on himself. 
and he leaves like a little note saying, "Well, wow, that's dark. This is the, that's yeah, super this dark. Is, that is very dark." Yeah, he turns it on himself, and he leaves like a he sends himself to his uh, girlfriend. And he says, "This is the happiest I can be." Wow. Enjoy nice. the clapping monkey that will be behind. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, Mr. B- Mr. Banana Brain's right behind you. <laughs> nice. Well, oh, yeah. John and I actually did get a chance to play through these games. Yeah, actually, what we decided to do, um, it was Ben's birthday this, this week. So, uh, belated happy birthday, Ben. Thank you. Uh, and right. and as, as a prep for this issue, um, I got uh, a bunch of beer, and uh, we, we set a timer, and we actually played through uh, a, a lot of the episodes uh, in ROM form. While getting lit? Uh, well, not lit, uh, but just buzzered. <laughs> so we were enjoying ourselves, even through the bad games. Let's yeah. put it that way. Uh, a couple, a couple of games we like. We said, "Oh, let's, see, let's do twenty minutes," and we got like ten minutes, and we're like, uh, "Next game." So yeah, other so, ones so, is like the timer went off. We're like, "Hold on, we gotta wait till the end of this. We gotta wait till the end of the match, you know, because it was so good." So the Australian Game Boy is that a, a North American one or a European one? Well, I I lived in America. Like by the t- by this time, I was living in America, but like. My fan, like I don't know, I, I I've never did actually it looked it. Yeah, did it look different from uh, it, uh, the it Nintendo's like, we had? It, it looked like the Japanese version, the Famicom version. Ah, uh, oh, so it must have been a European model. Then. I guess. I I mean, I don't I don't know the, but I, um, I do remember like my it. There was a very severe lag on the release in Australia, and so uh, my mom uh, decided when the Super Nintendo came out that that was the system I should get. So I, I never actually owned an NES, but uh, I played through a bunch of the ROMs, obviously. Uh, Try to make up for it. We'll eventually get started with the uh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's the cover here. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's another it's another live-action animated blend. We got uh, Scrooge McDuck in front of his big pile of money while he's showing us his amazing console that looks like a, a, a claw machine, but the only prizes are a bumblebee and a pissed-off gorilla. And there's like a. It has the plant from the game up there in the in the middle, like the thing that eats you. I thought it was from yeah. uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Aubrey too. Yeah. Aubrey, yeah. <laughs> but and the, the feed me Scrooge, feed me. The bees are in the game. I don't remember monkeys. I guess there were. Some I ones. think there's some monkeys well, in there, it. There's, there's a and jungle. There are those. Level. Uh, yeah. There are there those plants. There, can, there can't be a jungle level without monkeys. <laughs> All right. So and uh, again, like it's just. You know, Scrooge is like pimping it with his big mountain of coin. Right. But, uh, you know, clearly this is like his uh, his console where he decides what part of the world he's going to plunder for personal gain next. Well, yeah, that's the like, main screen. Like when you yes. select this, the game, yeah. This is, this, which natural I, resource should I rape next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah this, is, this is clearly the most 80s game ever made. It's like the rich just getting richer and like... Poorest place in South Africa. I think I'll fuck it over by taking their diamond. Well, and I do like that he has his cane because anybody that's ever played this game knows that pogo is life. Like if you're not on the pogo, like you're not getting anywhere. In, in Unless, the game. but then they subverted in the snow level. Yeah, in the snow level, like, you can't use the pogo at all. And it's just like screw that level. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's a great way to keep you on your toes. So yeah, right. and uh, on the inside cover. The first page is the same we saw before. Yeah, uh, the, the hotline you know, to like rape your parents' phone bill, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call and, uh, Captain Nintendo for two minutes a week, a dollar fifty a minute. Uh, yeah, but beside it on the uh, on the second page, there seems to be some new device. It's like a, a booth with a phone in it. I I don't know what to call it though, but it's a got graffiti. Phone booth, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Says for then scrawled in the uh, it's been tagged with spray paint. For a hot time <clears throat> for yeah. a, for a hot tip. 
call one eight hundred five two one zero nine. If you want a hot tip, call this. No. I would like an erotic phone call with Donkey Kong, please. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh, wow, that was impressive. <laughs> all right, so we have the table. It's all, con- it's all, it's all in the diaphragm. <laughs> nice. All right, so we have the table that's, of contents. That's how it's pronounced, right? That's why it's spelled yeah, that way. That's, that's yeah, right, that's it. It's close enough. Okay. And now we've got the mailbox. Uh, they have this, uh, the first letter I thought was really funny. This woman named Carolee Tvetten from Fargo. Yeah, Fargo, don't you know? You betcha. Oh, oh yeah, you'll bet. Yeah, she's got that, that wonderful Scandinavian, Scandinavian uh, surname there. She's definitely like Norwegian <laughs> or something. Oh, yeah, she's, I bet you she's definitely like short and blonde and pale as the snow that her yard is covered in. Exactly. But, uh, Okay, so she's like, the NES is by far the best product I've ever purchased for my children. While being entertaining, I discovered it's one of the most durable things, don't you know? You betcha. But, yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, I drove over my children's NES with our 84 Cadillac. Oh, yeah? It took... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was a whole lot more durable than my kids. <laughs> no, should, I don't think you should drive over the kids. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if she said that. <laughs> as long as there's not a wood, as long as there's not a wood chipper involved, I'm good. You know, with with, with Fargo. Oh, are you kidding? Like they're they're Viking. They're they're practically like football Vikings. Okay, like, yeah. trust me. R- running over the kids. That's the, that's their reward for eating all their vegetables. That was that's my team. I actually first moved to Minnesota when I came to America. So Vikings. yeah. Oh, so she runs. Go Vikings. Yeah, she, yeah, she ran over the uh, car with a with a cat. Yeah, and it still works. It's crazy. Yeah, she just like strained out some of the metal that uh, protects the circuit board, and it did its damn job. So <laughs> I like that and, response. And, They're like, uh, well, yeah, you so probably hard. you probably should just send it in next time <laughs> instead of like trying to solder it yourself. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. instead of taking care of the problem for free, you should let us rape you at one eight hundred four two 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 six zero two. Right. We'll put the monkey on the phone. Don't worry. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. And. uh and then the next one is a lovely picture of a Mario birthday yeah, cake. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's not bad. And, and, and all I have to say about this is that the cake has better artwork than the first issue's ah, game coverage of Super Mario Brothers 2 did. Though he is cross-eyed, which is kind of a little disconcerting. It's still better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I stand by it. And uh, I believe that the next page for yes. the video spotlight has right. caught your eyes, yes. so I'll let you handle this one. All right, so I got to read this one, and this one is infamous, but I'll read it out in its entirety here. <clears throat> so it says, "Yeah, so this is when they send their player power notes in, and that's like when they want to uh, boast about something." And uh, so, before we get into uh, the letter, you see this picture of a grown man with a mustache, wearing a red Nintendo cap, wearing a uh, custom painted T-shirt. With like Mario, <laughs> it just looks like airbrushed, like at the mall. Yeah, it's like an airbrushed tie-dye yeah. shirt with a the neat with the Mario Brothers cover on. It. And then he went with yeah. Mario. Although, too, although they fucked his, up his yeah. uh, his undershirt because uh, he's rock, he's rock, he's rocking blue and uh, Mario's rocking purple. So right. it's like it's like Pride Mario or something. <laughs> and then he's holding right. up the Super Mario Brothers two yes. game pack as well, and he says, "I am one of your older power players. I'm 32." And I have some achievements to share. I have beaten many of your harder games, such as Deadly Towers, Bionic Commando, The Legend of Zelda, The Adventure of Link, Double Dragon, Mylon Secret Castle, and Blaster Master, using only one man. I also finished Super Mario Bros. 2 in 28 minutes. Some of my top scores are... And they list them all. And here's the best part. 
It says, my friends call me Mario because Mario and I have some things in common. We're both Italian and we're both plumbers. I enjoy being called Mario because I take my gaming so seriously. A lot of people call me for tips. I tell them, don't give up. You can do it if you really want. <laughs> I also tell kids to stay away from drugs because you need all your senses when you go up against video game foes. My other hobbies are drawing cartoon characters and playing in a band. I am cur- currently working on music for a game. <laughs> and it's signed oh Mark uh, Discordia from East Lyme, Connecticut. So, And then there's, oh. there's a whole story that uh, we all discovered uh, about Years ago. this letter. Because I, did, did either of you um, subscribe to Electronic Gaming Monthly when you were younger? It was a, it was a competitive, no. competing magazine. Nope. I, I I was Nintendo until the N sixty four. Then I jumped ship to the PlayStation, and uh, I, I dropped my magazines. After so, that, I dropped. Once I dropped Nintendo Power, I was just like, no other magazine will ever do. So I I always had EGM. Like, and I actually like they changed um, like publishers, and like I found the new publisher. Like I'd subscribed over like multiple publishers to EGM, and one of the writers for EGM went by the the uh, the like the pen name Sean baby mm-hmm. and Sean baby's column was always the funniest thing. Like in every episode, like I would, I would get the episode and immediately go find Sean baby's column because he, he's just, he was the funniest writer in any, in any magazine, as far as I was concerned. Cause he, he just, he was willing to mock people a lot more than other magazines were. So I did not realize this, but he has since gone on and started his own website called uh Sean and he reached. I, I remember out. that in. I remember that in college, and so, I took a peek at it now, and it hasn't changed its exactly. look since. So All he right. wrote an article about about this specific guy's entry, and just kind of made fun of him in general. Like, who sends in a letter like this to Nintendo Power, right? And a, pow- uh, a power player. That's <clears> exactly that's right. So one of his uh, readers tracked this guy down and gave him his email address, and uh, so they reached out to him. And the guy wanted to know, like, why the hell are you even getting in touch with me, basically? Right. And the guy was just like, uh, someone. Well, you're in this mat, you know, this guy's website, and you know, he's saying some stuff about you. And the guy did not take kindly to being right. Oh, uh, some, so, someone starting shit. Right. So he's responding. Here's Mark Discordia, word for word, responding to <laughs> Sean Baby's article. He says, "Hey, you know what's funny? He makes fun like people don't have a life if they beat a lot of games and such. But first, I am a plumber making thirty-two seventy-five plus per hour plus bennies." And then I am still playing out in a duo now, and I am still getting laid every other weekend by a different girl, and still find time to play video games, and all along I am still doing lots of drugs. Man, my life is really boring. He is doing a website. No, no that's exciting. What a, what a loser. Oh my god, he said stay away from drugs. Yeah, how the mighty have fallen. His letter is nothing but lies. <laughs> I, I, I love his response because it simultaneously like puts himself and Sean Baby down. Like there's there's no positive. It's all like just <laughs> it's, mu- it's mutually assured. Just, I'm a loser, and it's mutual destruction. Right, I, I'm laying pipe for thirty two dollars an hour. You know, like, Plus I things. can't get a I can't, I can't get a girl to commit to me. That's why there's always a yeah, new one. There's a different girl. one every weekend. I yeah. can't I can't hold a woman's attention for more than a weekend. The massage parlor gets a new one in every week. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he didn't say if they pay for him or not. <laughs> I bet at the time he didn't want people to do drugs, but then as uh, Nintendo games either got easier or something, there just wasn't much challenge in any anymore. So he had to supplement that euphoria and rush. Exactly. And, you know that, that that's when uh, 
it, it wasn't pure it wasn't peer pressure, but simply hubris that undid him. It went on. Sean Baby then reached out to him, and it was just a lot of the same, though. The guy's kind of messed up. And yeah. Like, if you want a fun read, go to seanbaby.com, and you can find the whole thing. It's pretty entertaining. I've 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 cried several times over <laughs> laughter over that thing. So <laughs> I, cried, I, I cried for different <clears throat> reasons. So that was back in. I want to say they wrote that he reached out to him what late nineties, yeah, I mean, early two thousands. I mean, it would have been probably about a decade after the after the letter. I would say. Yeah, they said, they said it was 15 years after, so whatever okay. that makes that. So I tried to figure out, okay, since Sean Baby wrote his stuff, what has happened since then? And like, like and was Sean this really... To, to, to Mark? I reached out to Sean Baby, okay. but I also tried to find Mark Discordia and see what was up to I up had, them. I added him on Facebook, but I think it's a fake profile. There's like He has like four fake profiles <laughs> on there. Um, so I, I wasn't able to find anything definitive except for Mark Discordia is still a plumber, still in Connecticut... And still has the mustache, and I I'm okay with that. I like to just imagine him. Just... Know, I, I have a feeling this guy probably would have done a better job than Bob Hoskins did playing Mario. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and well, well, the, the, the Bob Hoskins appears yeah. in this episode. He could have just uh, a rabbit. Like the, the, yeah, it's all a circle. It all completes yeah. itself. Mark could have just eaten the mushrooms. You know, <laughs> he didn't stop on them. Hey Mario, Mario, we're not supposed to be doing those mushrooms. Fuck off, Luigi. <laughs> No, give me a bump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay, so. So, moving uh, on to DuckTales. Uh, well, I saw the letter beside it. It says, Why I'm a good player by some guy named Clint Woodall. And the middle paragraph caught my attention. Okay. My goal yeah, to, succeed, to succeed Howard Phillips as president of the fun club <laughs> and start my own local fun club. Why would you need to start your own if you took over Howard's? <laughs> Because he wanted to show show it to Howard. Like, I guess. <laughs> hey, not only did I take over your fun club, I also made a second one. I started it's a, still better like, than we're yours. We're calling it the not Howard Phillips club. Yeah, you don't need to succeed no, Howard no, Phillips no. to start your own fun club, buddy. <laughs> the no Howard's club. No Howard. No, no, you have to make it. You have to make it singular because yeah. Howard could you know get in with. No, we no we already have Howard Lincoln, the president <laughs> of Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. There so it's go. no Howard's. No Howard's. <laughs> yeah. Avoid Texarkana, by the way. It's a terrible place. Uh, you know. It's not as bad as El Paso, but it's about as bad as you can Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, what a lovely departure. So this takes us to DuckTales. And, uh... <laughs> no, no more. No more. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we we actually played... I, I, I watched a speed run in preparation of this, and then we also played... Through this game, did have you? Did you ever? We made it through just about half as good, right? (laughs) But did you play? Did you play this game? Oh wait, I forgot. There was one more letter that pissed me off that I had to mention. It was under the cake. It says classified means classified, and someone was asking for trouble with level nine in Zelda, and they said it's very challenging. I want to know how to conquer level nine and win the game, but when I asked on the phone, you guys told me that information (laughs) is a secret. This person paid. They got on the fucking phone line that you pay for like $9 a minute. Like they're giving you like phone blowjobs. And this poor kid, Carrie Bachman, just got denied. They took the money and ran. I, I get. I mean, well, you know, we, you know we're, what we're that gl- is. Like we're, the person t- at, on, the, on, the, on the line at, at the power hotline, like just didn't have a chart for that level and was like, ah, oh, you're, you're on your own, kid. Uh, yeah, it's a secret. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, t- t- we don't want to destroy the surprise by revealing what ha- exactly happened. That's, that's so a we super disclose, level, yeah. We disclose limited information about level yeah. nine. Yeah. 
<laughs> poor, oh my that poor god. kid. That poor kid. Yeah. Oh, no. oh my god. You'd be like, hey, you know what? Well, I only I, I'm very limited in how I disclose my fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no game facts back in those days. That was it. <laughs> uh, now you know why Game Facts was made because of this. Much. I, I bet it was founded by well, Carrie, actually, and, who's just like fuck you, Nintendo. That's actually kind of. I, I actually was thinking about that, like that sort of issue. Like this, this magazine uh, sort of it served a per- like nowadays. If you have problems with a game, like you just go on YouTube and watch a playthrough or whatever. Like right. what I mean, we had to figure out all this stuff with these magazines. Like this was the only way, like to look at the charts. This is it. Unless you had yeah. a buddy who had beaten it before, you know, you, you had to you consult like, a professional. Say, like, go to that one part on that one wall. Like I mean, because you look at the Ducktales charts and there's all these hidden right. areas and stuff like. I think I mean oh, yeah. these these games were or these magazines were uh, pivotal. Yes, exactly. So. Oh yeah, and like, and they don't skimp on the dressing. I mean, you go to GameFAQs or something; it's just a text screen, right? But here you get like flavor text, you get graphics, you get screenshots of uh, them in the right spot. I mean, like they really they really gave you your money's worth. Yeah. Now for oh. <laughs> for Ducktales, Mike, did, did you did you play Ducktales when you were younger? No, I uh, was just not fortunate enough to play it mm-hmm. when I was a kid. However, I did beat the uh, the remastered version yes. that came out on Xbox Live. Right. The music, the graphics, the voice acting, everything on that was top-notch. It was a great, wonderful time. But uh, the one thing I have to remark to kick off this coverage in the magazine is... Uh, every often, not consistently, but every so often, Scrooge has blue eyes. <laughs> it, it's like it's like he's done like duck coiludes or something, and <laughs> he's just like ah, I'm fucking seeing stars. <laughs> yeah, you're, that's on, odd. You're, you're not on the moon, Mister D. You're just uh, you're just jamming your pogo stick in the backyard. Ah, fuck off, launch pad. I'm on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Send in Gizmo Duck. <laughs> you're talking. You're talking to the sprinkler, Mister D. Ah, it's a fucking serpent. You'll not have me money. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, yeah, I mean, because Ducktales was one of like there was the whole line of Capcom games that were all they all shared the same. Yeah, all the Disney Capcom games are pretty and, good. And the Rescue plat- oh, yeah. platforming Mickey, is just, Mickey's Castle, yeah, like or Mickey's Magical Adventure. They like figured that. out like how to not fall through platform. Like that was enough. Like it, you, it just wasn't. It was. It was. It was very mm. solid in that um, there wasn't it, like just solid sprites. Like you, yeah, it was like it felt like you were in control <clears throat> of the character. Like, Take what you was, did for Mega Man and now apply other skins to it. Exactly. And the only time we saw Mega Man was kind of. <laughs> We can we can we can sell it with Scrooge. We can sell it with Darkwing. We can sell it with Chippendale. Right, but this I, I did play this. This was one of the games that um, I had when I was when I was growing up, and um, it it is a very like it is a solid game. The um, the the moon level that eight bit music is like some of the best music in any of these eight bit games. Like oh, uh, it's too it's like too good. Yeah, like, for just a generic level, it should have been like. The like theme, the, yeah. like a bonus level or like the like it should have been like a big reward rather than just like oh we got this big fantastic thing that's going to be like a, a little micro symphony right. and uh, we're just going to pop it in one of these random levels yeah. it, it just it didn't fit but it was just so good it might be my favorite eight bit music I, I would speak for yourself I like the jungle music myself <laughs> personally uh, <laughs> always got to be a contrarian we all know Ben has jungle fever. <laughs> <so. laughs> Oh, but, it's uh, the gorillas. 
Right. <laughs> you look on the uh, the internet, there are so many people covering the moon theme. Exactly. Uh, like Smooth McGroove does an acapella cover. And uh, like one person did like a 30-minute symphony <laughs> remaster. You got to check that out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, okay, and on so, this on this first page, it was actually there's one funny, really funny thing about this first page. If you look at the of, of the Ducktales coverage, uh, page eight, uh, there's the Beagle Boys at the bottom, and so Ben and I were playing uh, the Amazon level, and he got towards the boss, and I was like, "Watch out for one of the Beagle Boys," because if you read the little thing, it says, "You know, don't don't mess with them because if you hit you, they'll take your treasure." And and I'm like, <laughs> "Don't get hit by that enemy; he'll take his treasure." And Ben responded, <laughs> "Oh, like." What? What are you talking about? I'm, I'm like, didn't you read the the issue? It, it, it totally spells out that these enemies will steal your your money, <laughs> bastards. So, uh, and then we promptly died to the boss, so it didn't really matter. But <laughs> oh yeah, that was the only boss we got to too. Yeah, I did find one of the treasures that's on the next page. That was I had to pogo on like eight frogs in a row, or maybe three, but it felt like eight because I was a few beers in at that point. But, hmm. So and then we go and then we start going through the the different levels. So. Uh, it's got good coverage. Let you know, like what the uh, what's in the treasure chests. Right. So you know if it's worth the effort. You know, like I don't want, I don't want to like uh, like risk getting hit by this repeating enemy or uh, you know risk falling down a waterfall or something just to get a fucking ice cream cone. So it lets you know, like if you're if you're like if it's a big diamond, a one up, or the ice, what yeah. to do. The ice cream the, cones uh, are, are are crucial because they're the health in the game, actually. So that's how you, that's how you get the, and the cakes and the, well and then the money you actually need in order to bribe or buy stuff well, there's, right there's one point yeah. in the game where you have to bribe your way but the yeah, you uh, have to bribe a statue yes. i don't yes like, you have to bar, bribe a foreign official yes basically <laughs> and then like, um, what the hell's this thing going to do with $300,000 well, it's a statue you can't buy a house the other and then there's actually three endings to the game and so depending on how much money you've accrued during the playthrough it uh, it changes like the message at the end of the game. This is how Scrooge gets around like child labor laws and uh, environmental pollution laws in foreign countries. Right, he just bribes the statue. <laughs> he just like, oh, yeah. I have some money. And the and the bad ending, his uh, secrets get exposed on smoking gun, and he gets hauled away. Right, it's like a WikiLeaks <laughs> kind of thing. I think. Yeah, <laughs> he gets all, all how he acquired his fortune is revealed <laughs> in the uh, in the neutral ending. He just gets like one leak, and he manages to weather it, though his reputation doesn't recover. And then in the good ending, he gets to uh, silence all the sources, <laughs> and uh, he he's sitting pretty on his gold blood fountain diamonds. So the Amazon did have like there's one enemy on the top right of page eleven. You see the spear throwing native enemy. Spear trickers. Like, it's, it's borderline racist. It's one of those things. You, as oh, you're playing, as you're forget, playing, forget the forget the border. It's just there and racist. Well, I mean, at least he's not like too dark skinned. Is the is like the one good thing about it. But oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's um, as you're playing, it, you're like, oh, that's definitely uh, that would not be in a game today. He he seems to be more he seems to be more Aztec than uh, African or like right. Uk, uh, more Tutsi or exactly. or Zulu. It's still offensive that he's throwing spears, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but it's not offensive if the group. If not, a, it's not offensive if the racial group is dead for centuries. <laughs> it's okay, they're right. dead. Hey, yeah, they can't be offended if they're dead. Exactly. Only living people can be offended. Come on, man. So yeah, and the prize for that for the Amazon is the specter of the. Incan King, and so then what's the next level? Transylvania. Transylvania. All right. 
Oh, now yeah. here they have the magic mirrors that you can uh, yeah, like swipe between. Mirrors. My favorite part of watching John play through this is is him trying to uh, hit every tombstone that he came across, and there inevitably being inevitably being a ghost that and would can't, jump like, at jump him. Jump on the ghost, like they just they're like uh, invincible enemies. Like so nope, you're getting hit. And you, and of course, uh, you know, true to the era that you have you have like three hits and you're dead. Like it's not like <laughs> so. Yeah. We had to restart the emulator and play it on easy. We were yeah. like, you get two hit, two hits for every life point, basically. And so let's see, Transylvania, uh, you have a lot, the Realm of Lost Point, and you actually, uh, at the end of the game, after you get all the the um, the treasures, you go back to Transylvania and you battle Dracula. So that's oh, yeah. that's, that, that's that not was, in the magazine, but that's, that was a nice twist for me when I was playing the game. I just thought. Oh, I thought I'd be fighting Magicka Dispel or Flint Glumgold, and and then uh, they show up, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's good. And now freaking Dracula, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> okay, good twist. I don't remember Dracula like, on the uh, on the on the TV show. Right? So. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they didn't call him Quackula. Oh, such a missed opportunity. It could have been a crossover with Count Ducula. <laughs> oh, that would have been missed great. opportunity. <laughs> All right, and then let's see what what else we have. African, African mines. mines. My favorite part of African Mines was uh, at some point you have to ride in a mine cart, but the mine cart is filled with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So you jump in it thinking, "Okay, uh, I'm coming along, boys, to save you." And then the yeah, mine cart just yeah. like falls down a hole, and you have to jump out, but the boys don't jump out with it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, so long. See you in see you in the afterlife, boys. Like, I'll, I'll buy some new nephews. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy some new nephews. <laughs> I have to go make some new clones now. <laughs> I gotta go back to the clone and tank. This, I think, this was the boss that we got to. Um, I think possibly. It is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then we got the King of the Terra Fermis in the Himalayas, and uh, basically like a big yellow fat Smurf. Yes. And he throws a bunch of uh, like snowballs and stuff at you. Yeah, that's that's the guy we got to, wasn't it? Oh yeah, no, that's the Amazon guy. Never mind. What? What? Yeah. No. Yeah, it that's is. Himalayas. Yeah. No. They had the magazines wrong. Is... King of the yeah, Fermies is stuck to the cave, and to beat the King of Terry Fermies. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, oh, they put him on the page. Oh, like... the Amazon. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. The the magazine is wrong. <laughs> they put it on okay. that page, but like then then you go another page, and then it has the Himalayas. Like they didn't have room for. Yeah, and it has a weird picture oh, of wait, a no. rabbit next to a next to a goat. But the way they're they're situated, it's like the rabbit morphs into the goat. Yeah, I mean, you look at it; they're the same color. It's like it's like the most fucked up Pokemon evolution ever. Well, they only had so much <laughs> money to pay the artists, so they just you know cloned over the face and killed the body. Like the the rabbits jumping up, like like oh, I'm gonna hit you with my little paw, and you're gonna go to hell. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he morphs into a fucking goat, and he's like, <laughs> like. This level like, sucks ass. Like this is this is the worst oh, level. Ice levels like, in Nintendo oh. games are the fucking worst. You're slipping and sliding all over the place, and you think, "Oh, this is challenging." The gamers are going to love it. No, they don't. Well, and on the top gamers, of that, the gamers hate you. The gamers yeah. want on top you to of die. That, you can't use the pogo stick, yep. which is like the only like effective weapon you have. Because if you pogo on the snow, you just get stuck. So unless you can like successfully chain all your pogos off every enemy, like. Unless you're basically like a speed run champion, like you're not, you're not getting this level done. Yeah, the, the bad guy at the bottom is the abominable, abominable snowman. It says, hmm. 
Come on, Scrooge. I'm waiting. And then they have the moon, which they give like no card. It's like like basically half a page. I yeah. think that's next. It must be next week's then. I, no, I don't think so. I think it's just they ran out of like pages and they're like, ah, oh, let's just throw the moon in. And the last one. There you go. The and moon. We ha- yeah. And we have a red gizmo duck for some reason. Oh, no, because that's what you have to get the key. That's the thing. Like the way in the moon level, you have to unlock a key that like lets you activate gizmo duck. And he actually knocks yeah. down the wall that gets you to the so you can fight the boss. Like he, I, I get that. It's just why is he red? He was red on the show, wasn't he? I don't remember. No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. He was he was solid white with the occasional decals. Okay, maybe maybe part of me was, I was I was okay with the image just because I didn't remember that being like an off a color well, palette they, they, error in Nintendo Power. <gasps> I'm shocked. <laughs> they don't show you a screenshot of Gizmo Duck in the game, so we can't verify it. But I'm pretty sure he wasn't. He didn't have like a red shoulder plate. <laughs> so, anything else you want to say about Ducktales or? Uh... Uh, well, it's that the the magazine says it's not over yet, but I do. So Dragon Warrior. <laughs> Alright. Now did did you play Dragon War- Warrior? Oh when? boy did I ever. Okay. I love the hell out of Dragon Warrior. It was uh one of the it, like it was one of the first RPGs I ever played. Okay. And like the music when you turn it on, it's like just so cute and medieval and uh have you ever played the Dragon Warrior games? We we played it on Friday, but I was never a big RP. We played it on uh, Friday. Are you you sure that you were explained properly what an RPG is? Yes, over the last four issues. I I think just because I was a little bit younger, like, these are not easy games to just, like, fall into. You kind of have to, I mean, you have to have a lot of patience with these, and... Oh, yeah, you'll go, you you think, I'm going to go exploring, I'm going to be great. Like, I can handle these slimes and drackies and wyverns, and all of a sudden, wow, there's a big fucking gold statue. Exactly. But if I beat him, I'll get a lot of money. Why is everything red? Why, where, what? Oh, fuck, dead. Yeah, exactly. And so we actually, we had uh, a roommate, my roommate right now. Um, was a big RPG guy, and he was watching us play, and so we actually shoved the controller in his hands and said, have at it. We spent, <laughs> we, we spent about two minutes on it, and we are like, yeah, this is exactly what we remember it being. So. Yeah, he spent uh, about 20 minutes just trying to figure out how to save. Oh, my so God. I, 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 played you a, save? I, I played a recent ROM of this, mm-hmm. but it was, uh, since I already played the original, I thought I'd play one that's a little bit uh, different. And what that one was, it swapped out the uh, Airdrick for Mario. Wow, and uh, Koopa was the Dragon Lord, and uh, he'd actually fight like Goombas instead of slimes. So someone put some work in on that, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, except halfway through, then you're fighting like scorpions and wyverns and drakies, and I'm like, I'm, just, this is where he trailed off. They gave up. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he stopped working. Figured no one would get this far in this mod. <laughs> oh yeah, and we see uh, role playing adventure for the NES. Never before have you experienced this kind of adventure. Yeah, because this was a first for the NES, like this sort of... This yeah, sort introducing of... this to the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they had like some type of RPGs before, but this was like the first one that would be accessible to all people, because it's, it's not really hard. I mean, you just have to remember that if you can't beat an enemy, you, there's no special technique or anything. Just, you just run. <laughs> you just run, run. And you start, like, whacking rabbits until you're stronger. You're right. It's basically... You know, precursor to Pokemon and that kind of stuff where you just level yourself up. And it's teaching you the, the value of grinding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Well, it's a Japanese game, so if it can't teach you how to waste your time, then what's it what's it doing? <laughs> the grind is real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it uh, so it you, starts off. You played how... you played through this game though. You've gotten yeah, beat it. Okay, I beat okay. it when it was on the uh, Nintendo. Nice. Uh, yeah, there was a, my friend said he got his free, but I had to go get mine, and his also came with a, a book that had maps. Oh, and, sweet uh, lord! There you go. That's uh, oh, it was <laughs> maps and books telling all the. The herbs, what shops are selling what. It was just everything laid out for you. And he got that shit for free as uh, like because he was subscribing to Nintendo Power. Nice. Yeah, so I haven't mentioned that so far in this podcast. But in this uh, second year at Nintendo Power, uh, it was still bi-monthly. But um, what they started doing was every other month, when you weren't getting an issue, they would send you a strategy guide. So I got I have like in my box over here a strategy guide for like Super Mario Brothers two, Dragon Warrior I think Tecmo Bowl, and then there's something else like the four player games. And they only did that for one year, and then after that, uh, so next year of a magazine they'll do uh, monthly issues. Yeah, and uh, now we see a map, like it uh, tells you some of the basics of like. Uh, you know, talk to the king, recover your HP at the inn, right. go to the shop and remember to get your clothes and clubs and remember to equip that shit and you're going to need a torch to uh, get around. Although it says that, but if you look at the map they provide for you, you won't have to waste money on the torch. You just have to remember ah. where the hell where the hell you are yeah. and just follow it. We probably should have given uh, that to Dan on Friday night. He would have. Yeah. <laughs> we probably should have looked at the issue. Yeah, you have the. You said you have this guide, and you didn't look at it? Well, we were enjoying <laughs> our, our, our beverages at that point in time. So We were focused oh, yeah. on a single task. <laughs> Consume malt. So. Now, uh... Then it goes, uh, it kind of goes here, into the enemies and stuff here too. That's really cool. Oh yeah, this is the thing. It it shows the creatures, and this is where the artwork really fucking tanks. Because you know what a slime looks like. You've seen anytime yeah. you've seen like a coverage of a Dragon yeah. Warrior game, you know damn well what the slime looks like. He look looks, friendly. yeah, he looks like a little boob. Right. Like it could and be a little plush toy that you could, you know. That, sell. Yeah, there are there are plush toys that you can sell. Yeah, there you go. It's still, like, it's, still uh, a, it's still a big series today. So like, I mean, yeah, there's and still... uh, like I remember for the PlayStation Two and Dragon Warrior Eight came out, they had a a controller that was a yeah. slime. Yeah, you could like basically play with a boob, which was great <laughs> for you know. Yeah. Didn't they have a, a special Vita with the? Uh, with the slime, it was either a case or a PlayStation Vita itself, where they replaced the PlayStation button icon with a little slime. I'd believe it, but uh, the thing is, is yeah, they fuck up the slime because in this one, he looks like a puddle of shit. Yeah, he, look, he looks like the, the the thing in the Mucinex ad for the phlegm. Like that's kind <laughs> of. Like... I know he's just got this look of like. He looks know, uh, like uh, Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, wasn't there like somebody on a South Park? Yes, uh, Mimsy from uh, from South Park. <laughs> a Remember, little bit, yeah. A little no, bit. no, no, not Mimsy. Who was the other guy? Like Terry or something? I, when he's like, "Shut up, Mimsy." Uh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. he's got that same that same squinty, frustrated, <laughs> constipated look. And then, well, and then, so when we were playing, we and are, he's blue. We Why ran, is he green? They we, fucked up. The, they fucked up the color. We ran into uh, uh, the Drakey, which I would always play uh, Hotline Hotline Bling for Ben. Which he, he did not like that. I did all. not like that at all. <laughs> ben, ben, ben. 
I'm like, the guy enunciate at all? Will it kill him? Dude, if you're going to have one rapper out of Toronto, it's Drake. I'm just saying. He's, he's, he's a Canadian treasure, all right? No, no, no. Like, how come everyone's talking about Drake when no one's talking about Snow? That's a rapper from Toronto. <laughs> Oh god! Informa, right. you know, cinema. Like, oh, that guy. For, oh, okay. Yeah, right, for the right. longest time, I thought he was just like rubbing his finger over his lips when he was singing the damn song. <laughs> Informa, the geeky boom boom, yeah. I think we're probably the least qualified trio to be discussing rap, though. So. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm doing a better Jamaican patois than he did. <laughs> that's, that's well, it all sounds like that anyway. Not yeah. racist. No, no, no. And uh, then we see, like, the magician and the warlock. Yeah. And uh, they look like the uh, wizard... Ag- they look like Aghanim from Zelda <laughs> Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, or the emperor the- from Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> and the most disturbing thing is the skeleton. What, where the fu- why the fuck does he have fangs? I thought he was a reanimated corpse of a human. What the hell was he in the previous life? Like, why does the skeleton have fangs? Um, it looks like, uh, what was that, that, uh, stop animation, uh, Greek god movie? Like, uh, the Clash, is it Clash of the Titans? Clash of the Titans. Yeah. Uh, they look like the claymation version of, of, of those skeletons. It's kind of got that look to it. Yeah. And, uh, then we see on the next page, raise your level by fighting. And then it shows a picture, and it says, like, only experienced foes can face this. And it looks like... A dragon's head on a tumor. Yeah, exactly. So it's like uh, this. Like this is a poorly drawn dragon. It just looks like the head next to this floating, veiny, meaty lump exactly. for a body. <laughs> it's like a you know, dragon warrior. The, the world was just irradiated, and these are what's these are what's left over. It's kind of yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, then it talks about uh, strategy tips, blah blah blah, where to get your level. Right. Which brings us to the NES <laughs> satellite. Yes. Hold on, the, hold on. Before this. we get there, I wanted to cover some of those illustrations where it says raise your level by fighting. So the one that I want to point out is this one where it, <clears throat> it says your strength, agility, attack, and defense power increase as your level rises, and this guy. <laughs> Is like arms outstretched with sword in one arm, kind legs like a, outstretched. Kind of like a Creed video. A little bit. Exactly. I was about to say he looks like the cover of a Christian rock album. <laughs> and he has like this uh, cod piece or cover that's just hanging all the way down. Well, it, he, he's so well endowed, he needs it. That's, yeah. It has to go to his kneecap or there's no point. Right. Right. But he also has like breast plates that look make him look like he has breasts. Yeah, it's kind of a... It looks like a brassiere. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like medieval Batman. Begin- it's like medieval Batman forever. <laughs> and yeah, okay. So All right. then, you're right. Then there's then there's the Nest satellite, which did, did, did anyone have this? I remember seeing it in the store, but I don't No. I remember the, the four score, which is the, the wired one that came out, but I've never seen any of the wireless intra- infrared wireless things well, before. It's, it's it's stupid though, because like it has to have line of sight to the to the console. So, I mean, yes, you can put the console in the corner of the room and then this on your, like, coffee table. And if, you're, if you're an only child... Oh, yeah, you would never need this. The, right. the, the, <laughs> no, if you're an only child this, and, parent, and had parents who actually understood what, the, what contemporary technology is, then you would have a decent experience with this. 
if you lived in a house with an actual family in it, your mom would be standing in front of it trying to talk to you, and you'd be like, Mom, move! Oh, yeah. Why? Just pause it. I can't! <laughs> just don't stand there. Like, <laughs> maybe if I just plug the co- the controller into the console, I wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> yeah. Or, or if you've got, like, a little brother just walking around standing in front of it, or... Or right. just like walking by constantly, and you keeps breaking the line, and you keep like stopping or falling into a death pit. Oh, the worst would be when your like parents want to inter- want to get your attention, they just go and stand in front of the television. <laughs> Not only are they doing that, but you can even pause at that point and just <laughs> no. and I'm dead. Well, and, and of course, nothing else in your house uses IR, so you know that's that's not going to be a right. problem either, right? Oh yeah, let me, so let me turn get... the volume up. Oops, <laughs> and I'm dead. So yeah, hey, I, oh, what, what do you know? I just ran to the right. I don't remember anybody <laughs> owning this particular. I mean, it is cool in that it gives you a four-player capability, but I think yeah, I think the ones that I, when I did see it, it was the wired version. I don't think I ever because you probably had to buy batteries. And, I mean, it's just all kinds of terrible. So. All right. So, so one of the four-player games they talk about. Oh, yeah. This, uh, so we played through Super Off-Road. I was just looking on. at this, uh, the, the uh, ad, and on the, uh, on the bottom left of the uh, spread, it says, like, any controller approved for use with the NES can be used with the satellite. In fact, if people are playing and each likes to use a different type of controller with the satellite, there's no problem. So, so what they're saying is that the NES satellite has no standards. It will take any controller you <laughs> want to shove into it. No holes barred. <laughs> Maybe if I could use my like, you know, my Xbox One controller. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll let you talk about the multiplayer games because yeah. most of these are sports, and I'm just gonna. We got. I'm just gonna we check out. We were a out. few beers in when we started playing yeah. these. Uh, but so, uh, what is it? Ivan Stewart's off Super Off Road. Mm-hmm. This is. Um, it was really popular in arcades uh, and. It's very much like a coin eater kind of game. Like it, it was it, uh, and neither Ben nor I played this particular version of the game, uh, but we played a whole crap ton of the Super Nintendo version. Right. Of this. Um, and it's it's literally the same game. Like they did not change anything. No, it's just better graphics yeah. and music, basically. Like it controlled a little better on the Super Nintendo, but like it is the same game, pretty much, just like scaled back in graphics. And we we played through basically like a, a career run. Uh, in right. about 20 minutes. Uh, and yeah, the game doesn't really end. No. It just keeps going. It just gets harder. So there's four cars in it, and if you, that allows four players to play. But if you, if you let the computer play, you, you will be facing off pretty much against a gray car. That's the one that has like tons of, of power from the beginning and like unlimited nitrous and always like just beats you. But you can level your car up if you spend wisely on your post-race winnings. And uh, it's 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 a solid game. It's a very good you know racer to play with your friends. And uh, one nice little thing when you're selecting your character, you actually get to select your home country. And if you win the race, it actually plays a little eight bit version of your of your national anthem. Yeah, that was so great. That was that that added to some fun. Uh, yep. Really. And then yes. the uh, yeah the trophy babes were the same for <laughs> for every everybody too. But yeah, the but different colors. Really we should have. We probably should have gone and changed our nationality a few times to hear some of the other. But we, we yeah, we played, you should have like tried a Canadian or like a Russian, Russian and, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. John, well, John picked Australia and I picked USA. So it always fun when we when we won different matches. We hear our national anthem play a little bit. All right, and so then we also we I I couldn't get the ROM for play action football to work, um, and I just went and watched a video on it. 
it was it's a weird like three quarter isometric view with it's just a terrible like it's terrible like there's nothing good about uh, about this game at all uh, it, it is an entirely forgettable uh, football game though there is a really cool intro to the game where um, they release a bunch of balloons uh, that in, the, in the shape of like, like it's like hundreds of balloons on the field and they're like in the American form of the American flag and they let them go and like it raises up and like it's really sweet like like I bet half the resources for the game were on this were on this intro because it looks awesome but other than that the game's really terrible um, we played Kings of the Beach Volleyball. Oh, yeah. So, Kings of the Beach Volleyball. Let's talk about that. So this it's, was an amazing... Like, it was awesome and great. At the, uh, like, awesome and terrible. It, it was terrible, but hilarious to play. So, <laughs> one of the things we kept doing is uh, the movie... I, I don't know what it's real, actually called, but you take your two hands together, kind of make a fist with them, like, and you yeah. bump it up. Yeah, bump. Yeah, yeah, serve. No, 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 no. Like, when you... Not a you serve. Like sort of make a V with your arms, and you hit the ball up. Like, not a set, like, when you kind of dig... But not not with the whole. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So when in the game, it just looks like they're jerking off. I kept trying to give my teammate uh, congratulatory <laughs> hand jobs like after each point. And so what what really like became the deciding factor was neither of us could serve because the timing on serving is like so precise. Right. That like if you got a, a couple serves off in a row, like I, I think I got a few points together and I just like was able to, to get to the end of the match. Yeah, the, you have the same button for jumping up high to, like, serve as you do for spiking a ball, as you do for blocking. Right, and, and then... The and so, it, for me, it was like, it would, it would decide on its own what I was trying to do. So I'd be trying to, like, block, like, a shot, and it would just like, oh, you're trying to serve right now? Yeah. Like, no! Why would I be trying to serve? I'm trying I to block. I how to block until Ben pointed out that uh, if you hit the two buttons together, like, it does the block move. Which I always forget when... Because, like, with the NES controller, you only had so many buttons. And so they had to have moves that were, you know, smashing both buttons at the same time. And uh, that kind of threw me off. But once once we had that down, it was, it was all fun. So we didn't play Nightmare on Elm Street or Magic Johnson's Fast Break for fear of diseases. And... <laughs> Uh, I like the uh, the picture of Freddy. Yeah, it looks in awesome. Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. He looks like an old guy like walking to the store for smokes, <laughs> and it looks like this. Like, he's walking along these two uh, upper middle aged joggers who just like uh, say hi to him as they pass by. And That's then, what the screenshot looks like. Yeah, uh, we skipped the other volleyball game because we played the and, one. And they're yellow skin, so apparently Nightmare on Elm Street is more like Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> I love that episode. So we okay. did. John did try to play hoops, though. Oh, and yeah, I was <laughs> I was pretty drunk at this point, and uh, I saw there's one character that's called like Doctor Doctor J or something like that. Wasn't there one called like Oh no, Mister Doc? That's who I was playing as. So I was like, Oh, you know, Doctor J's in the game. Like I'll play as that. But like the controls are so awful. Yeah. So it it was Doctor Doctor J against Barbie. Well, no, like yeah. So it it randomly picks an opponent. <laughs> And so it paired me up against a blonde girl, and she was like just dunking on me, and like it was just I I, I was yelling at the game. There was gratuitous cutscenes of this five foot tall chick just dunking on this tall black man like over and over and over. Yeah, it was really disheartening. Like I made, I, I lost uh, like a lot of uh, my will to to play. I, uh, I love the artwork. It's great. On, it's great in I, here, though. Yeah, I love the artwork on the uh, blonde guy with glasses in the corner. It looks like yeah. he's trying to throw a pass, and he's, <laughs> he's fucking he, like, shattered. His fingers. 
His hands are, his fingers are broken. Like, they're bending in ways they should not. And what's going on and, he, with and he's just smiling it off, like... And what's going on with that girl's bottom arm. lip? Like, the, in the bottom right there. Like she, Yeah, like it, he's, like, rolling his tongue under his lip or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's, like, trying to wave with broken <laughs> and, fingers. And the guy in the top right is super creepy. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's kind of... He, he's creeping on everybody. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's like, know. You know, he looks like, um, the, uh, he looks like Doc from Punch-Out. <laughs> A bit, yes. So anyway, but this game is borderline unplayable. I couldn't figure out any any of the um like no. Anytime you got the ball, it just a possession, just like run around me, grab the ball. Yeah, you would try to like back out to like get to you know in bounds, and she would just take the ball, ball from you before you can get there. Because like, the, the, the not the the computer opponent is just so much faster than you. So yeah, I, I I'm sure there's people that are good at this game, but I, I'm not one of them. So but it it, 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 was, it was interesting in the sense that uh, it looked you know pretty good, and the artwork in this in the uh, in the issue is is good too. So I like that it tries to under, like to explain the like rudimentary rules of basketball like in a page. It's like <laughs> there's traveling and shooting and steal the ball. Like 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 if we had to teach a bunch of nerds how like how to play basketball in one page of text with images, like how do we even I, like hey. They they had to spend four issues telling us what an RPG is. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you, oh. know, you know, you know, Amer- it, It's clear that the the Japanese people at Nintendo had a very, uh, very unflattering image of what North American people uh, wanted or expected or could handle in a game. Yeah, that's why they didn't even give us Super Mario Brothers two. <laughs> because they're just like no, this too this too hard. Why do I no finish? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, oh. so. They're just like, because oh, oh, like only the Japanese mindset of like constant grinding and effort and like that's why the RPGs are always so big there because it's just a game's not worth playing unless you have to spend like three weeks learning the damn thing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that takes us to counselors' well, corner. Corner is the next thing in the episode. All right, so yeah. let's get right and, into it and talk about the counselors. Oh well, I just so want to briefly to... mention the uh, the Ninja Turtles. Oh sure. Uh, you remember you talked about how the gaps were uh, getting you, uh, screwing you over because you couldn't jump over them. Yeah, you just basically walk because you can't. Yeah, yeah. But right. here, here that same uh, that same uh, effect in the game will screw you because <laughs> now there are little pits you have to drop down, and if you don't like stop at the right moment, you're just going to walk over the gap. Pretty much. Completely. Yeah. Oh, and I so, love the screenshot the they hear on that game is just uh, the screenshot they hear of the pizza, and it's like, how do I get the pizza? And like, there's no way possible to get that pizza in the game. This but here's only here to distract you. That's but funny. by the time you get down to it, like the spikes have closed in, you're dead. So it's just like, it's just a cruel, yeah. it's, a cruel it's a cruel like commentary. It's, it's like it's like it's like the programmer's commentary on like the the struggle of life or something. They're like just that. trolling you. <laughs> it, it, no, they're like uh, they're like John Doe from Seven. They're right. just they're just showing you the sin of gluttony. Oh God, <laughs> but what? I mean, what Ninja Turtle isn't going to want pizza? That's just cruel. A dead turtle, that's what. <laughs> oh, oh, <God. laughs> All right. So All right. We have, uh, some Should we move on to the game? Yeah, Gameplay counselor, counselor profiles? Oh, I'm ready to move on to the counselors. Uh, it looks like the dads are back. Yep. Uh, we got Todd J. Bergman. Uh, not a remarkable guy, but he's clearly somebody's dad. Uh, Kim also Racy. rocking a power mullet still. Yeah. And Kim Racy, I have no idea what's up with this girl. Like, I'm, I'm having trouble staring at her 
She's like one of those, uh, like just like her face and her skin tone. She's like one of those uh, uh, illusion things where you have to stare at them long enough the to ma- see the picture magic underneath. Eye. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. She's a living magic eye. <laughs> and uh, then we have Rob Dave, Dave, Dave Murray. Dave Murray. <laughs> oh, oh boy. sweet lord, sweet lord, his, Dave Murray. His eye, his eyebrows look like the children of his mustache. Yeah, there's just he's rocking the facial hair. Yeah, and he's like his eyes have disappeared. Like he's he's squinting so hard. His eyebrows are so heavy they've crushed his eyelids. <laughs> uh, and then Rob 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 Baker, who's rather unremarkable, I would have to say. He just looks like he's posing for a, a high school prom yeah, photo. Like, yeah, yeah, got the prom photo. What's going on? Yeah, he's probably there with Kim and see. and they got they got like their two dads over there looking at them like, oh, those kids, they're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna be real nice. I mean, like she's he, she's in good hands with him. And How much would that suck though to be like in your thirties and your job is to take phone calls about video games? Like, <laughs> yeah, how was the how was the office today? Like, oh yeah, you know, all the kids are calling about Pilot Wings today. It was crazy. <laughs> like, Pilot oh, Wings. Oh, uh, this this Metroid game. It, yeah, it, it's the bane of my existence. Oh god. Uh, anyway. Uh. I've made some bad decisions in my life, but I'm glad I'm not at that point. <laughs> I would love to hear from some of these people that used to work at that job, honestly. I, tr- I tried looking up a few <laughs> random people, and it uh, no go. Apparently, they all fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> they got sent to like Maybe. a Nintendo internment camp in Siberia. They got, they got, they got sent to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what else do we have? The they counselors? got reprogrammed. Counselors uh, we have a Castlevania. I'm not that interested in that. Uh, unless we you got, guys are. Did you have uh, anything else in Counselor's Corner? Nope. Mike? All right, let's move on right, to so Uncle, Uncle Fester's, Fester's quest. Oh, <laughs> uh, this! All I have to say about this is so many frigging heads. They just keep <laughs> posting the same damn surprise look of Uncle Fester. Every place a boss battle, oh shocked face. A UFO, oh shocked face. Uh, a map. Oh, shocked face. Another boss. Shocked face. Hey, we get to meet our family. Oh, shocked face. <laughs> At least it's like it's like the art. And he's still got that stupid fucking hat on, like it's, like 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 Mickey from Fantasia. It's like um, the art department for the game, like for the production company, gave them like five images to use for the for the piece. And like, oh, we got to stretch this out for a few pages. Yeah, well, the, int- <laughs> the intro like to the game them. is the only good part, so they had to they re- gave, reuse it over and over. They gave them one, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So did did you, uh, Mike? Did you did you play Uncle Fester's Quest when you were younger? No, I played. I believe it was uh, the Adams Family Values. Yeah, game that, that for that, the Super Nintendo. That, that game, was fun. Yeah, that game's a fun game. This is not a fun game. Game <laughs> is torture. Uh, no, it looks like absolute shit. But I'm looking at some of the screenshots where it says like, "Be prepared to enter the UFO." And all you see is like a bald man in a black robe with a red beam coming out of him. So basically, Uncle Fester is now the emperor. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shoo, and you will learn the power of the dark side. Now, Ben, you owned this game, correct? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> and you don't mean that in the sense that you dominated it. No, no, no not, not by a long shot. <laughs> yeah. I did remember making it into the sewers at some point, which is like. The second area. <laughs> That's about as far as I can make it. This game is just brutal. We were, it's we were awful. playing the night, and we're, we were using like turbo controllers. You all have kinds of stuff. Literally there. two health points. 
right? That's all you have. And you start off with a gun with like a pea shooter that shoots like two feet in front of you. So you think, okay, I want to get upgrades. And we knew from reading the magazine that um, red blue, blue, blue upgrades good. were good. good, red upgrades were bad, which right. means you, they were downgrades, but right? You're running through all these enemies. Like, they're basically like endless waves of enemies. So, like, they're all oh, piling yeah. up. And you can't see, like, so you're grabbing random upgrades. Without realizing you've just downgraded your weapon. Oh, when you're going off screen because you have to back up, someone's going to run into yeah, you? Because the way Nintendo games, it keeps generating the sprites because you're like right on the point that's Yeah, and then you the move sprite. forward a foot and so, they're back like, again. You're just nailing the controller as hard as you can and it's just throwing like <laughs> waves of frogs at you and you're just like, I hate everything about my life right now. Like it's just. <laughs> right. Oh, God. We, they, uh, we, whoever designed this needs to be put in a closet. So take a look at the spread here on page 40, 41. It shows the street on the bottom, which goes all the way to the right. And uh, we made it our mission to, get to, to make it all the way to the right. And, you know, you find the easy frogs, and then those are harder frogs, and even the harder frogs, right? And eventually, like, I just ran on there to find nothing. There's absolutely the nothing down there. And, like, you're trapped. It's just uh, all kinds of terrible. But, yeah. Um, one other int- – on page 41, you see just br- – like, there's a couple images. Um, there's actually some, like, isometric 3D um, sequences of this game. Like, it kind of looks like a precursor to the Star Fox games when you're playing it. But the problem is you can't, like, all the walls and everything look exactly the same. So you, like, have no idea which way you've gone inside these. Yeah, there's no decoration. Like, so you're just, like, looking at wall after wall after wall. And so, like, the idea is awesome. Because, like, like, tech, like, from a tech demonstration point of view, like, it's crazy. Because it was really pushing the hardware. But, like, it's it, playability was just next to impossible. And the bosses. Are, are pretty hard too, from what I understand. We didn't get to a boss. We we gave up pretty quickly on this game the other night. I, so. I, I bet you didn't uh, play much of the next game either. Uh, the next Roger game. Rabbit. Oh. We, we tried. We tried. Uh, yeah. Was uh, it as good? Was it was was it as good, or at least half as good as the coverage of this game suggested to be? Because the, the the spread is awesome. <laughs> like the, like what what the problem with this game is. Um, so it's, it's basically a sequence of buildings with numbers on them and you just go into the like building and search like so there's like you know 50 uh, uh, <laughs> apparently uh, the same city planner for uh, 80s New York was the guy behind 1940s Los Angeles exactly and so like you, you look at the Ninja Turtles and it's all the same fucking plain ass buildings pretty much it's like does, don't, don't cities have a like a cityscape? Like, so I played through most of the the time we played, and it was basically you find a building, you go into it, you have to ask someone if there's something in the building, right? Yeah, you wait for the wait for the text to scroll to ask them if there's something in the building, and they say yes or no if there's something in the building, and then you have to say it took me about fifteen minutes to figure out that when you search for in a drawer or something like that, you actually have to wait. You have to wait, and it's like searching dot 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 for about five seconds and before it'll it tell you. Then it'll tell you if you found something or not. Because I was just going over, hitting the button as fast as I could. I'm like, okay, searching that means nothing in there. Move on, right? Well, that's not the case. So, so I got fed up with like it was really boring to watch this, and so I actually pulled up a speed run and watched the speed run while while Ben was playing, just to see like what 
you're actually supposed to do if you like know what you're doing. <laughs> what is it like? Twenty two minutes long? Oh, it's like eight minutes. It's ridiculously fast. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, but so basically, so this game, so this game is just ridiculously padded. Yeah. The the premise, uh, well, because you'd have to go through all the areas and find the special stuff, and like this guy knows exactly where he's he's going and all that. But like. Did you you remember the movie uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, right? Oh, it's a classic. Oh, I mean, I, what, I, I, what, I, what I want to give to see a sequel. I love. Well, and I was actually thinking about that uh, the other night. There's no way that movie gets remade today. But do you remember the like the licensing in that movie? Because uh, they had like all of the the Disney characters and the Looney Tunes. Like, yeah. There's and no the, there's yeah, no the thing way was, anyone signs off on that today. Th- they could only have equal uh, share share time. Like when they had Daffy and Donald on screen, right? Each one of them had to have the same amount of cells. Oh wow! Like and for the same time. So even even back then it was difficult, but they they pulled it off. It was, it was no doable. Way. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just love the idea no, of Mickey I, talking. I mean, that's a kid's wet dream to see like Mickey talking with Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And to have Daffy and Donald getting into a fight while playing the piano, it was just. I mean, ugh. Oh, the the '80s was like the golden age and of just you know letting shit slide and just making a damn movie. Christopher Lloyd was just the I I he's one of my favorite villains from any movie. And then this, me, yeah. Eddie. Yeah, he was phenomenal. And I killed your brother. I talk like this. <laughs> and then he runs over the, the steamroller. I mean, that movie that that's one of the best. Oh. Yeah, oh, that's that's a great movie. This game is the antithesis of of the movie in the sense of quality. <laughs> Um, so it's so it's who so it's who shit on Roger Rabbit. Exactly. Uh the premise of the uh, basically you know there's like those kind of Weasley guys in the movie that are that are like uh the, the weasels. Yeah. yeah, the weasels. <laughs> <laughs> but um they chase you around the map. They're like the main the main problem that you're dealing with, but uh and then you end up battling uh you know Christopher Lloyd's <laughs> character. My my end. shining light is right at the beginning when for uh the spread it shows Roger Rabbit aiming his ass towards Eddie, <laughs> b- bent over with his tongue hanging out, sweat down his back. Like, he is clearly presenting. And <laughs> the first thing out of his mouth is, I can't take this anymore, Eddie! <laughs> I can't take this anymore! Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, clearly he... He's, and Eddie, he's, is, Eddie is definitely contemplating what he's going he, he, to do to him once he gets home sort of thing. Roger, Roger Rabbit's definitely going through a, a cool world phase right now. Oh, God, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, cool world. Oh, I remember that. That was like... That, we, that thought was, yeah. Go- yeah, yeah. we thought that was going to be the, six, the spiritual sequel to Roger Rabbit, and nope. Nope. <laughs> no, I, I don't think... Uh, all of us were of the age where, uh, when the when the movie came out, that we were starting to notice girls. So uh, Jessica Rabbit definitely probably was formative in many of our <laughs> pre pre. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, those unrealistic those unrealistic scintillating curves. Oh. We we did manage to make it into the club there, and it's like you talked to her. She's like, "You have to go find my number and call me." <laughs> so you're just like searching around random tables, and you eventually find her phone number. Yeah. Yeah. So, just like the, real life. Yeah, and the thing <laughs> is, in, like, you, do you call that phone number in the game, or do you have to call an actual number? I think it just progresses the plot. I don't. I don't really remember. Yeah, we. I was like, okay, how do I find a phone? Yeah, and, and we kind of if you look at the page <laughs> at that point. I'm searching my pockets. I can't find my phone. There's no, no, no. You got the wrong mindset. Yeah, at page forty nine, there's a map of the outskirts of the town. You have to go up there. It's basically like just like they threw this whole wooded area into the game. You have to like randomly search for like a few caves. 
It's, it's a yeah. suburbs. But being no, the no, 40s, no, it's, there's it's, nobody in the suburbs, yeah. so it's called the outskirts. It's just terrible. Like, the guy doing the speed run, like, basically you just run down the look at the over Look at the overhead map. It's like someone took, like, three overhead areas from Dragon Warrior, slapped them together, and hit copy-paste to fill it out. Yeah, I don't think... I think they're running out of resources and kind of like... Pretty uh, much. What do we do? And, and yeah, and the whole time you're being chased <laughs> by the weasels. And, 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 and when you look at the uh, stretcher map from overhead, it looks like the turnkeys for a span cam. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, so, anyway, this game's but, awful. Avoid it. Like, But salva- <laughs> salvation <laughs> lies around the next page. Yeah. Save your, because, go, go watch the movie instead of playing the game. You'll enjoy yeah, the movie a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> salvation, yeah, yes. salvation is here in the form of a portable game system called the Game Boy. Yes. Thank, oh, boy. This you. thing. Yep. Oh, the memories. The oh. precious memories. I mean, the ability to play games on the go. I mean, it just, it was, a, it was like the... It was a liberation. Exactly. And what's kind of funny about... I think the Game Boy was really the first system that... I ever, I, I, I saw... I, you know, you would see professionals at the airport with a Game Boy. Like, it wasn't... I mean, because... Oh, yeah. I mean, it was... I mean, what we were seeing was, like, Tiger electronic handheld games. Right. Which were just fucking pathetic. Right. And then we see this thing. It's like, oh, no, I'm actually moving. Right. I'm not just, like, taking a picture and mo- and lighting up a different picture that give the illusion of movement. Yeah. I'm actually fucking moving. Like, and, the screen is moving and shit. And you can change the games. Like, right. You know, that's the... That, I mean, they basically... Had to, they had to make a big point about the fact that the games are interchangeable. Pretty much. Because... I guess the the handheld stuff is just such junk up until this. Oh, point. it tainted the well so much they had to let you know, like, no, these games aren't stuck inside. You can right. swap them out. And of course, you know, I don't know about you, but the the game the game that sold Tetris to everybody has or sold the Game Boy was Tetris. Really, I mean, like, once you saw you know Tetris, you're like, oh, this makes sense now. Like, I I I want to play you know this system. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Tetris was a great choice to put in there, and I think that's why it was more approachable to uh non kids and yeah, non gamers. Like simple it's a really simple puzzle game. Right. But. Yeah. They, they they kind of oversold it though. I mean like I mean it did have a lot of great qualities to it and it definitely deserves much of the praise it gets, but they uh they kind of sold us a bill of goods here by saying like Game Boy games have all the detail, depth, and dimension of NES games condensed right. to a size that will go where you want to go. Right. And anybody that's played yeah. these games, like they're not. They're not. On that. <laughs> I don't think that's true. There's some good. There's some really good. No, they're ones. solid. It's just like. Oh yeah. yeah. But it's like it's like the what they're telling what they're trying to sell you is that like you could almost practically like if you could make it fit you could jam an NES cartridge in right. here hmm. and aside from the color downgrade you could basically be playing the same damn it's kind game of like, like today the Vita like it's pretty much like you have a PS3 although in your pocket. That, that would have been right. pretty that would have been pretty dope. If they could actually put an adapter on it, although it oh, would yeah. be pretty, t- it would be pretty top heavy. I'm pretty sure to have a cartridge dangling off the top of your damn game. You, you want to get beat up at school? You whip out the freaking NES adapter to your <laughs> Game Boy and slam that thing. Yeah, in the table. I, I guarantee <laughs> please, you. Please kill me with this. <laughs> please, yeah. The Game Boy is just like, please kill me, kill me now, yeah. <laughs> Franken Boy. Yeah, like, uh, did, did you ever have the like the the Tower of Power with all the game genies, where you'd have like five or six adapters plugged <laughs> into your? <laughs> like, yeah, this this one gives me unlimited life, and this one, you know, <laughs> dials up some lady in Russia, so I get hints or something. Like, anyway, uh, and uh, it talks about all the power of the NES pocket size. They keep telling you yeah. it's just as good as a Nintendo. 
It's just smaller. Which is and, it's really a disservice because it's a great system. I don't, yeah. don't see that. I don't think that's yeah. a selling point. You, yeah, you don't have to equate it to the NES. It is its own thing, and it is beautiful. But uh, what got me, what got me was the uh, the last sentence. It talks about the different games, and it says an all new Super Mario Adventure, where he goes to places he's never been before. <laughs> Super Mario Land. Oh God! It's fucking named after him, <laughs> and he's not from it. Let's he's never been, <laughs> he's never he's never been there. Yeah. How is this place named oh, after him? Like, uh, yeah. like how does okay. he justify well, this? Is he going to say like, hey, it's an old family property? I I do plumbing for a living to be my own man. Uh, you well, know the and plus you know I I don't like the views that the flowers they, when you eat them you don't you don't spit fire you just shoot out rubber balls. I think he takes it over and plants on a flag at the end. You know, <laughs> Princess the, Peach. Yeah. Princess yeah. Peach didn't like, give him. Uh, didn't give him what he wanted. He's like, he's Super Mario. Like General, <laughs> Ge- he's like Generalissimo Mario at the end of it. He's, <laughs> right. he's basically like it's like Tropico. You've got your own like your own well, yeah. well, And well, now I, we will well, round up all the mushrooms. <laughs> the intelligentsia, the first to go. Let's go. <laughs> the Mario Gestapo. Let's go. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh but, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think like once he once he dethroned Bowser, <laughs> and Princess Peach took over. Like, she was too well-established and had the love of the people, so he knew he couldn't oppose her. But he, his thirst for conquest was just awakened with yeah. all the devastation he wrought over Bowser. So now he just took over this land with an iron fist. Or with an iron white glove. Okay. All right. And then, uh, uh, did you did you have the link cable? I, I, I don't think... I yeah, remember seeing people with it. I don't ever remember. It, it came it. with it, but uh, the only time I remember using it was for Pokemon. Oh, yeah, to trade. That's to trade uh, characters back and forth. Yeah, and then, of course, you'd have a friend like that had just started playing Pokemon, and you would get, like... Nothing. Was that for yeah. Game Boy or Game Boy Color? Uh, well, Game Boy... The original Red, Red Blue came out for Game Boy. It did, right? yeah. So, oh. yeah, yeah, and then you would have traded over the link cable. And yep. You know, you you would take love, someone's like yeah. shiny Charizard and like ruin their life. You know, basically. Oh, yeah, I love the uh, the talk with the, the, a link with the Soviet Union. So it's like right. they're doing the. It's like Nintendo Power is doing everything they can to knock down that wall. Right. Like they just <laughs> they just want to bridge the gap between Moscovites and Americans, and you know, Game Boy is the is is how it's going to be done. Well, have you ever heard the story of the this the the, the what is it? Uh, uh, yeah, let's see. Pat, 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 yeah, have you ever heard the story behind like? Yeah, how he got screwed over yeah, because he got being in royally the, screwed on. The, oh on yeah, the because royalties. like his game belongs to the state. Yes. because he mm-hmm. is a he was a communist. Yeah, so he he wasn't owed shit, and it's like, dude, you you play a game that like friggin' grandmothers are playing. Yeah, and that sold like all these millions of systems. Like, and, yep, yeah, still um, on app stores today. That's why. Uh, that's why communism is uh, a thing of the past in Western. So popular now. Unless you're in North Korea, which is best Korea. So. Yeah, we're a member of Sergey. That's that's how <laughs> yeah, it felt. Exactly. So and uh, uh, we get to see they explain what Tetris is. Yeah, we, I mean everybody knows Tetris. Well, yeah, well, they call them they, tetrads. Yeah, actually. they tell us te- they tell us tetra means four. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I remember playing. Uh, if you played a Tetris game recently, they'll uh, they have a different name for the pieces. They <laughs> call them tetraminos. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. But here they call them tetrads. So yeah. it was. Uh, yeah. I remember the commercial for this. Uh, like one of the many commercials for it, uh, it showed like uh, this teacher walking by a blackboard, and she's got the pointer, mm. and she's pointing at the various shapes. Right. Yes. Yes. I think I remember this. Or, or she's pointing at it's like like rhomboid, trapezoid, tetrazoid. <laughs> so 
Yeah. I mean, I don't think we really need to sell. Everybody knows Tetris. I, I think. Well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we have like a little mini comic of Nestor playing the Game Boy, yeah, and the mom like all, is like trying so to scold him, and she's like, "What's this? This looks easy." And next thing you know, mom's on the chair getting fat and disregarding her kid, <laughs> which is pretty much what happened whenever we showed our parents. Uh, nice. Like that was the last time we saw the Game Boy for a while. So I don't know if if I did that in my house, he would. My dad would just take the fucking Game Boy and just like. Wouldn't touch it because you know, like only like losers play games. But you know, he would just be like, "Okay, well, you know, you're good. You get this back." <laughs> no, I never. Right. My my parents never played uh, the Game Boy, but I did have this awesome hot neon multicolor uh, fanny pack that had room for my Game Boy and, and you several game packs. Oh yeah, I got photo. I have photos proven. The virtue of, he he's about six two, so. <laughs> Wasn't six to the size where, where, where the, the kids weren't going to pick on him too much. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't that tall then, yeah, but well, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, so that was I went around with that thing pretty much anytime we traveled in a car trip or whatever, I would have that with me. So it was always my companion. So now we're moving on to Willow's World. Willow's uh, World. This is called Willow. Well, I I, lo- I looked at the uh, I looked at the page. <laughs> And it said like Willow's World. That was just like the map. Yeah, it's Willow is the is the yeah the uh, world for Willow yeah, like the game. It's the movie. <laughs> it's the game. That's like Mario Land or you yeah. know. Yeah, I was just. It's just one of yeah. those uh, Ron Burgundy moments where I forgot what I was <laughs> doing and just focused on what I was reading. Yeah, fair enough. This is a Opie directed movie, starring um, <laughs> what's his name and uh, Val Kilmer. Anthony. What. You said Ron Opie. Howard. Yeah, Opie. So it's just like Ron Howard. Howard. So it was Anthony? Oh. oh, okay. Ron Howard, yeah. He directed this movie with the help of the, uh, ILM Henry, from Apex. Did he give Henry Winkler a, uh, a role in it? No. <laughs> it did have Val Kilmer, though, as Mad Mardigan. Look out for his buddy, damn it. <laughs> he already jumped the shark too late. Hey! Oh. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. I tried, All I tried right. watching the movie. It was, like, it was weird. No, oh, no, this movie is oh, great. Awesome. This movie is a is a great eighties. Uh, I guess I never sci-fi. got to watch the whole thing undisturbed. Okay. Well, you should go back and watch it. It's it's a classic eighties movie. Fantasy movie. So anyways, John and I got a chance to play this one too, as we were uh having some beverages. Yeah. We <laughs> we and, were uh, we were well into the six packs at that point in the night. Yeah. But yeah. So you start off in the in the town mm-hmm. where Willow starts off his journey. Were and, you singing uh, the song? No, you can, we you, you can play if you want to. <laughs> what? <laughs> the safety dance. It was a. It was part of Willow, wasn't it? No. Uh, Why would the safety seen... dance be part of Willow? <laughs> I remember seeing the video for the safety dance, and it showed scenes from the movie Willow. I don't know uh, what right. you're talking about. Uh, I think it was just medieval themed video. I don't think it was. Mm, yeah, I remember the video. They're like dancing around a like a maypole with yeah. The, the like yeah the streamers and stuff. I don't think that was Willow related though. I, mean, I don't know. I I don't remember. That takes me off on a tangent. Remember this great skit from uh, Conan O'Brien's <laughs> show where they had the uh, inappropriate reactions channel and they had another yeah, yeah, one with yeah. men, men without hats channel. Oh and it was just a guy. Yeah, there we go. Every all all parts facets of his day were like. You know, <laughs> it's like, honey, do you want toast? Well, you can give me toast if you want to. You know? <laughs> oh, no. Like, I'm divorcing yeah. you. Well, you can divorce me if you want to. Did, did, <laughs> if you ever, like, the greatest episode of Conan was uh, they had, they packed the audience full of, like, second graders. 
And instead of having celebrities like come and talk on the show, he had like an accountant <laughs> as the guest. So all the kids are just getting like really bored. They're, they start booing the accountant. <laughs> it was like the greatest just, thing like, I've trolling ever seen. These, like, yeah, basically trolling graders. a bunch of second graders. It was or or year two, as they would say, north of the border. Ah, I see. Well, anyways, so we we uh, walked around as Willow. Yes. I the, looked, uh, yes, I just found the safety dance on Wikipedia, and it says that, <laughs> oh, no. oh my gosh. Look, this is going to be stuck in my head, and I'm pretty sure other <laughs> listeners are going to be like telling me I'm right or I'm wrong. And it says yeah. that the safety dance was uh, done in the village of West Kington in Wiltshire, and there was a dwarf in it called Mike Edmonds. Who's yeah, but that's not Willow like at all. Well, now you can see why I was confused. Yes, so, I remember there being a small person in the, in the video, but I didn't think it was completely unrelated well, to anyway. Willow, except it had a dwarf in it, right? Which makes it sort of like Willow. And the, <laughs> yeah, this had Warwick Davis, who was one of the Ewoks, right? Yes, yes he was he wicked. Was wicked. He was wicked. Mm-hmm. So, how does the game itself play? It's pretty terrible. It's like an action <laughs> RPG. It's I actually think it might not be bad, but uh, our problem was we couldn't find the uh, sword or shield in the beginning yeah. of the game. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of important. Yeah, it's like yeah. telling you you have to go around the village and find the sword and whatnot. And though the graphics are really yeah. good, like it, like it looked nice. It like, almost looks like a Super Nintendo. I'm yeah, looking at like it was, spells. It, yeah, items. it's pretty yeah. nice. It looks pretty. It crisp. was it was definitely bringing it in in the aesthetic. It just you know sort of just kind of hard to figure out what you need to be. We doing. lost patience very quickly with it, so we actually ended up running out of the. Uh, the village with no sword and very quickly, very quickly <laughs> met our demise. <laughs> Who needs a sword? I do love this page uh, 60 here. There's like, don't just carry items, use them. Like, thanks for telling me that what every game has ever taught me. Like, I like, why does this need to be put in print? <laughs> amen. Amen. It took four issues to tell us what an RPG is. Okay. That's they're, true. They're, they're trying holding, to cover all their bases. Our hand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're dealing with, you just, we're dealing with an American audience. That's oh. what this magazine is for. Oh, hey now. Whoa hey now. now. You're an all-star? <laughs> Get your game on. <laughs> all right, let's move on all to right. River City yep. Ransom, which uh, we played through, and that thing was awesome. We didn't want to give yes, it up. Yes, this game. This game was amazing. We, we, we probably should have given this a, like a, the rest of the night because it, it brings oh, it. Oh, for it sure. It's a fun game. Because it's kind of like uh, Double Dragon in, in uh, Double Dragon 2, I should say. And that is cooperative, beat 'em up, street fighting, and whatnot. But it's also kind of got some RPG elements where you can get yeah, health you, and you can buy right. things, and there's a story along with it. So you have to kind of like uncover mysteries and whatnot as well. Yeah, because so, so basically, like when you beat enemies, they drop money, and like as you transition between the areas, you can stop by stores and and buy like. Re- different items from the different stores that have like different yeah like you go to a sushi and bar like and you decide what items off the menu you want to eat and it refills your <laughs> oh life my God. or like not levels only, yeah. you up and stuff so not only do you dress like a douche bro <laughs> you also get to hit you also get to hit the sushi bar like one. Oh, for sure yeah i, I love the uh you the can moves. see right there on 64 it says you are what you eat and you can see there's like <laughs> salmon arc shell sea urchin halibut swordfish <laughs> at the sushi bar <laughs> I'm looking at the uh it says like these boys are armed to the teeth and I'm looking at like a straight old punch, a swift kick. Uh he's throwing a friggin' tire at some guy. Looks yeah. like he has a, a balding guy wearing glasses. Like yeah. uh, uh, like again another douchebag maneuver picking on nerds. 
Yeah, and it's kind of questionable. You just like kind of go to a street and start beating up everyone that's there. Like maybe they're you're just really terrible people, and yeah. you're like terrorizing a city. Yeah, it's yeah. a douchebag. Pretty much every yeah. time they go into an area, it's like, well, this gang owns this area, and you just Everybody start beating the crap out of whoever's there. <laughs> I just, I just, you just take the game at its word, like, and you just start terrorizing. Everybody is my enemy. Yeah. I won't kill the world. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the but news is like two douche bros have taken over the city yeah. with their violent <laughs> rampages. River this City, was River super was playable and super fun, though. I, I definitely would play this. Oh, game it was very again. fun. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> when it shows the picture of the moves, the the last screenshot it says like, "Whew, finding Ryan's girl is tough work. Time to book for some grub and quick." And the uh, the screenshot it looks like he's dropping trout to take a shit oh, in the yeah. middle of the street. <laughs> Yeah, there's something not right with that sprite. I'm just saying. <laughs> he looks like he's just and dragging his knuckles on the ground, honestly. Like caveman style. I, I, I think I think that sushi ran right through him and now he's just gotta <laughs> oh. he's gotta get rid of it. ASAP. Oh, sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Cuttlefish. Cuttlefish, Kyle. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. Cuttlefish <laughs> always have revenge. <laughs> oh. So huh. then the next uh, anything else about River City? Radio? No, next up I we never, have. Uh, I actually I never heard about this game until I saw some uh, uh, guy make a flash video of uh, harder, better, faster, stronger <laughs> with this guy nice. in it. Hmm. Wow, uh, that's right. that's when I found out River City Ransom was a real game. And uh, yeah, if you don't if you haven't seen it, check it out. It uses like almost all the sprites to have this guy dance oh. around the screen to the song. It's a uh, it's and good use of Daft Punk as well. So nice. uh, check that out. It's always always good. All right. Next up, we uh, got Batman yeah. for the NES. Ah, this game. I uh, love the movie. I like the uh, the screenshots. Talking about, like the screenshots seem to be very like really pushing the uh, the graphical abilities of the NES. Mm-hmm. If if these screenshots are to be believed, I never got to play the darn game. On the bottom left, I don't think that's from the game. The ones on the right are from the game. E- even the uh, Nicholson one? I don't remember that from the game at all. Uh, we didn't we 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 didn't play that much of it. I think that they're like they have like I don't think it's like moving video. It's just like a still image. Yeah, but you're looking you're looking at the bottom left though, Mike, where it looks like there's photos from the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't right. think that's in the game. I think that's uh, just part of the print where they're just explaining what the story of Batman the movie is. On the on the right side of the second page, it has Batman going, "Where is Vicky? She's in <laughs> Vicky's in Gotham City. Gotham City. You would, where the hell do you think they were taking oh. her? The suburbs? Oh, Everyone's in the friggin' city. <laughs> where everyone in the in Batman world lives? Yeah. Oh, they, Where's that Joker? They took her to Metropolis. <laughs> no. <laughs> And uh, and then I'm looking at these other screenshots, and I just got to ask, why is Batman purple? <laughs> Jason is yeah. blue. Batman is purple. These things don't make sense. The NES can be good. I mean, we're looking at the screenshots here, like yeah. where Batman is black. So obviously he's not running around Gotham dressed <laughs> as the Scarlet Pumpernickel. Though, I mean, the backgrounds are all black, so maybe if they'd gone with a black... Batman, it would have probably got a little bit difficult right. to, you know, and track and, him a bit. and then we'd be yeah. we'd be stuck in Schumacher Gotham where he's in black right. and the city's purple. As soon as you start playing <laughs> this game, it's very easy to forgive the uh, color palette. Uh, it's actually a pretty fun game. It's got it, yeah. good wall the way he jumping. jumps, on, it, the way he jumps around on walls and throws weapons, it looks like Ninja Gaiden with Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's a, and it's solid. It, the controls are solid. It it it, you know, considering what a 
sh- like shitbag, you know, licensed movie games tend mm-hmm. to be uh, in this in this era. Uh, it's pretty decent. Yeah. But take a look at the, some of the weapons he's got on page 68 here. He, uh, yeah. Batman's wielding a gun in here, which I don't remember him ever doing in the movies yeah. or comics. <laughs> yeah. But, well, yeah, the kind of like the, the bat, like the, the gun that shot like the grappling hook. But, True. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, this one just fires a straight up rocket out of it. Like a little mini it rocket goes out of a against, handgun. Yeah. It definitely goes against the nature of what Batman's supposed to be, but you know, Hey, uh, I saw the trailer for the Batman versus Superman movie. And while it looks great, uh, the uh, in the trailer where Wonder Woman shows up, mm-hmm. uh, as it's like panning out to show them like uh, taking a stand against Lex Luthor or something, mm-hmm. it looks like Batman is holding a shotgun. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, what? I mean, it was bad. It was sketchy enough to have Ben Affleck, who is middle aged. I mean, let's face it; he's not like Dogma or Goodwill Hunting anymore. He's he, he's got a little bit of salt. He's got a little bit of salt in the pepper going on. Yeah, but uh, you know that's one thing. But now having him as uh, like older older Batman with a shotgun. <laughs> Rock at least they skip the at least they skip the bat nipples. Like I mean that's pretty much uh, you know. But, by the way, that reminds me. Uh, what do you call uh, Batman when he skips church? What do you call hmm. him? No. Christian Bale. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Wah, wah. That was terrible. Anyway. Oh, that's Mark Hamill worthy. <laughs> All right. Next up, we All have right. play action yep. football, which we didn't play. Yeah, yep. I could get the round to work, so I decided to play Tech Mobile instead uh, so I could show Ben how, uh, how good the uh, Bo Jackson was in relation to every other player in that game. Though what's weird is Bo Jackson's only in one play mm-hmm. for the for for uh, the Los Angeles team. So. And oddly enough, whenever you get a touchdown, it's still a white guy doing high fives with another white guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, institutionalized oh, but, racism. Yeah, yeah. Skip skip play action football. It's uh, it's not a good game. It's not Tech Mobile. Really, really. Yeah, you know, just play Tecmo Bowl instead. It's a lot more fun. All right, classified information. Any tips okay. in here we liked? Well, I like the uh, the Mega Man one, where it says, "Hold the mustard." When Mega Man makes his way to the lair of Woodman, he encounters the fierce, fire-breathing hot dogs. They have tremendous strength in their blast and are tough enough to take several hits from Mega Man's cannon. This is where Flashman's Time Stopper can be a real lifesaver. Well. Yeah, except usually you end up hitting Flashman after Woodman, so this is just, like, not not good or not prudent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to be about it for the classified information. We got some Mega Man, Legacy oh, of the Wizard. A, yeah, there's a cool one for a Guardian Legend. It's a tune Yeah, test. it lets you hear all the music and sound effects from the game. Which is always pretty cool because that game has pretty good music in it. Yeah. Hmm. So a nice Which, little bonus. Or, or, if you, or you could, ju- or you could just, you could just wait twenty years for the internet to come out and then you can download it. Oh, of course. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's it for class information. Then we have Howard mm-hmm. and Nestor comic. Oh, yep. Mike, yep. take it away. Well, Howard uh, Nestor is taking the role of Mega Man, and it says. From the depths of Skull Castle, one day a challenge was broadcast to the world. Anyone who can match wits against the evil genius of Dr. Wily will become the master of Skull Castle. 
So basically, you win you win the quiz show, you get a massive evil air and all the uh, all the uh, various things inside. So Nestor takes on the wily challenge, mm-hmm. and uh, we get to see the hot dog from the Woodman's <laughs> lair. What is the hot dog the, exactly? The hot dog. He is, was just talking about it with the with the with the hint, like the hold the mustard thing. Yeah, I know, yeah. but they didn't show a screenshot. Uh, well, they the showed the screen. They showed with they the sh- tail. Yeah, he's the wolf that shoots fire. Oh, with the, with hair the hair dryer, dryer from the tail. Okay. Yeah, and he's answering the door standing up. So apparently they're they're completely bipedal, if <laughs> if, if need be. And <laughs> uh, so, like the hot dog says, "Where is this amazing nester person? It's me, you mechanized mutt. Now take me to your leader." And right. now we see Doctor Wiley, who doesn't look so much menacing as you know, like just like a kindly old tinkerer. So right. it's not the same, uh, he doesn't have the same red eyes and uh, Jamaican flag color scheme that he had in his suit before. It looks like he's going to off, offer me like a Werther's original. <laughs> <laughs> that that chicken looks badass, though, is what I will say. Like, that chicken I don't is not going to mess it around. Oh, no, no. You, 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 fight, you fight him. You, you, better, uh, you, better, you better fucking jump because you do not have enough firepower to take him out before he tramples you. So, all right. So they what they decide they're going to have a, 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 a knowledge battle of of yeah. the game Mega Man. Yeah. That's how they. And now we see a slab with uh, oxygen canisters hooked up to it, or settling, I guess, for uh, burners. And mm. uh, he tells him that this is his ultimate in game playing aids. Uh, oh it definitely definitely brings the aids that's for sure yeah and then he takes it off and it's a golden suited howard phillips with a with a tin bow tie yep (laughs) and so they take him on in the quiz and uh nestor asks him like what's the best weapon to use against bubble man the metal blade what stage should you defeat first airman stage circuit head so apparently it it has its SAS chip installed, mm-hmm. and uh, it says hours go by, and then <laughs> uh, Ness finally Nestor finally decides to give it one of those like logic questions, and it says how do you get out of this place? And then like he uh, he he enters his own little blue screen of death, mm-hmm. and then uh, he locks up, and then. It says, in the first section of Dr. Wiley's stage, there is an impossible jump to the ladder. An impossible jump, an impossible jump, an impossible jump. And then Nestor corrects him that you can just cross the platforms with the levitation device. And then he wins, and, like, robots are holding up signs saying, Nestor is the winner. And then yeah, we... They, fi- they, turned on, <laughs> they turned on him, yeah. Yeah, and then we finally get to see Nestor's moment of triumph, where he, where he has Howard proclaim him to be the greatest game player in the universe. And then as soon as Howard says it, Howard wakes up in his bed and goes, oh, what a horrible dream. Yeah, the real Howard <laughs> wakes up. <laughs> it's yeah. like the Inception ending. <laughs> wop, wop, wop. How could Nestor prevail? Only what in... the heck's going on with the moon in that frame? I know, it looks, like, it looks like he's in a dollhouse and there's a giant cat looking inside. Maybe that's a, yeah. maybe it's a dream weaver <laughs> behind him. Yeah, yeah like know. the moon is shaped like a cat's eye. It looks it looks like a guitar pick or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like, and this is yeah, years anyway. before Majora's Mask, so there's nothing should be nothing should be wrong with the moon. But you know, yeah. on Ninja Gaiden, we had the moon within the moon. <laughs> there was the man. Blah. There was, there was blah, the man blah. in the moon. There was the man yeah. in the moon, and then there was the. We moon have in the to moon. go deeper. 
<laughs> Moonception. <laughs> and now we have now we video have video shorts, shorts. And we're looking at Air Fortress. Uh I can't really see much of this game. Did you try it or know about it? No, we didn't get this far in playing it. We we called it a night at the at at the point where it looks like a kid riding a flying uh, (laughs) rocket motorcycle thing. Yeah, whatever that is, I want one of those. That looks freaking awesome. Yeah, that's going to be the next trend, I think. Yeah, (laughs) screw (laughs) screw hoverboards. I want rocket scooters. Someone's going to soup up a drone to look like that. (laughs) Oh God! Then then we got to. Sky Shark. Sky, Sky Shark, which is just trying to be 1943, but just not as good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing. And then <laughs> Casino Kid, uh, yeah, you get to play cards. Then there's <laughs> Castle well, The nice thing about Casino Kid is actually you can walk around different tables within a casino and play different oh, games. Neat. I wonder if there's like the soul crushing like feel of defeat of a real casino or something. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you lose all your money and you're out behind the back. You know, <laughs> you have to end up turning tricks for cab fare to get back home. Uh, <laughs> That's a, a mini game. Back, yeah. <laughs> so ben, ben, a few years ago, Ben was playing um, Red Dead Redemption for hundred uh, percent completion. We were, we were living together at the time. And uh, I guess you have to win the poker tournament in that game. And I don't know how long you would spend. You spent Three like hours. two hours to, yeah, playing, trying to get the poker game. To like to get I, to the completion, whatever. I've been so he there. Comes, I've been yeah, there. Comes, <laughs> well, I played a lot of poker at the time, so I like I sat down for like five minutes and figured out the algorithm that the computer was using and like just crushed crushed the poker tournament. He and Ben was like, "Gosh darn you!" You know, like I was oh, like, God. "Thank you." Can finally move yeah. on. <laughs> now I can finally complete. Go back to trying to find beaver pelts for the tenth mm. hour in a row. Oh, yeah, we got, yeah, we got to we got to we got to reduce the wildlife to zero and make this, and make this. Oh yeah, that, truly that game is basically places. like geni- like wildlife genocide. The game, like I, <laughs> I kill everything. It's it's the ultimate encapsulation of the white man. It's like <laughs> white guy goes out into nature, eliminates <laughs> everything, and cashes in. Oh god! All right, it's the American All right, story. So what else do we have? Ca- <laughs> Castle Quest. Uh, I don't know. It looks like it looks. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, it, uh, it's got a it's got a pretty low power meter. Tom Sawyer graphics. meets uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mylon's Secret Castle. So it's Tom Sawyer without the racism, and without the Jordan fun either. Jordan versus Bird. <laughs> oh, racism is one the fun. on one. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Which it's actually kind of Michael Jordan did not lend his license out to very many games uh, when he was playing. So it's actually kind of a big thing that. He was in that game, but I don't remember anything about this, so I'm assuming it was pretty Well, good. even Nintendo Power rated a 2 out of 5 on the fun meter. Yeah. That's not a good sign. <clears throat> That's and now, pretty bad. And now we got Bad Street Brawler, which apparently looks like uh, the Karate Kid taken on Donkey Kong. Yep. And that's not in any of the screenshots. You don't seem to be uh, fighting gorillas in the... I do think there's like a sleeping in a dumpster mode, though, <laughs> looking at the top right. <laughs> it says at the end of each stage, Duke tosses recovered bonus items in the trash can. That, that's your bonus game? You get to recycle? Yeah. You are yeah. Duke Davis, former punk rocker and the world's coolest martial arts vigilante. Former punk rocker? You never leave the punk rock. Yeah, you, know, you don't stop rocking the punk. With moves like the ear pull, roundhouse kick, bull ram, strangle, and headbutt, you must dispatch friends like the skateboarder, Fat Man, Attila the Honey, and one really funky gorilla. 
Attila. Wait, the, Attila, Attila the, the honey. Is that a, is that a is that a that's girl? A, that's, or? A, that's an Asian crossdresser. Yeah, that. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> more it like sounds a, like a hate crime. Whatever's going on, it's probably a hate crime of some sort. <laughs> more like Attila the honey trap. Oh, oh the game also features a power glove option and a driving rock and roll soundtrack. That's the best we've ever heard with a game pack. Sure, really? Because sure you only got a three for graphics <laughs> and sound. Why is this guy <laughs> chucking his bonuses into the into the trash can? Uh, and why I is he know. kicking a gorilla? I don't know. This is bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it still looks, it's from Mattel though. It still so. seems to be better than uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, where <laughs> everything is broken uh. up into a, like a numbered grid. It looks like a paint by numbers <laughs> map. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a, the map it's, has fifty eight regions. This may oh, as well wow. be the sequel to Nobunaga's Ambition. It's made by the same oh, company yeah. that makes oh. Dynasty Warriors. And we see, what's the screenshot of the action look like? Because we see overhead maps. So what does the action look like? Fucking numbers and text. Numbers. Well, ben, did you see the last sentence? Says gameplay and theme are reminiscent of Nobunaga's ambition. Oh, well. So, yeah, definitely in your... Yeah, look at that Look at that text-based menu. That's definitely mm. exciting for a oh, child. Oh, yeah, that's going to be I want to read like 80 stats to decide about... I'm going to want to put I'm gonna wanna put down Mega Man 2 and DuckTales... And Zelda yeah. two to play numbers. This is the kind of game that <laughs> and decide like what my parents got you and because they just went to the store and didn't realize this like, is what Chinese parents get their kids <laughs> when they're just like yeah. you want video game I could do video game make you think make you smart not turn your brain to mush like your fat this, neighbor. This not shitty game. <laughs> it's look around though. Anyway. I mean these guys are still around today. So I mean some yeah. people must like it. Well, yeah, because there's like twenty, yeah, because there's yeah. like twenty zillion Asians. <laughs> All right, well, so you know the Venn diagram <laughs> between that and like mathematicians has just got to be like a perfect circle. So I think that's <laughs> probably probably a good sell point for them. It's it's uh, got it's got to look like a three DS image, like almost perfectly overlaying <laughs> each other with just a little bit of overlap, so it kind of looks like a it, it kind of like comes out at you. Yeah. And All right, we, so what do we have? We have the, the top, top, 30. The top 30. 30. The top right. 30. We have Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, finally top, topping number one with 12,754 points. Super Mario Bros. 2 falling behind by 3,000 points. Ninja Gaiden at 7,000 points. Legend of Zelda at number four. Blaster Master at number five. So it seems to be like bobbing up and down into the top five. Have they ever? Do they ever define what the metric for the points yeah, are? Yeah, they do like on the second just... on a page after this. Okay, it's based on votes from the players' poll. Okay. So when you put in players' like, picks and dealers' picks, and are all added together, right? Yeah, they're That's averaged the way okay. basically. Right. Or I think they're just added together. You're right. Yep. And then we see uh, what's the pack watch? What's the future of NES games? Well, Shadowgate, which kind of looks like. Uh, it looks like Ultima or something. Decent uh, enough graphics, yeah. but it looks like you're yeah. just like walking around and uh, nice graphics. Yeah, it's sort but, of like uh, a faux 3D thing going on, but much better than the faux 3D we saw in Fester's Quest. That's for sure. Yeah. Way, way too many options. Like look, take, open, close, use, hit, leave, speak. You know what? Yeah. You know what we no, do thanks. nowadays? We hit the A button, yeah, and it button. does what, <laughs> and it does what we're supposed to do with the thing we're dealing with. It's called but context. More, more importantly, on this page, oh yeah, what is that alien doing? He <laughs> to, is, he is be... sweating. He's wiping the sweat off his forehead. He's got this. Uh, it's 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 clearly like he's uh, sliding out of his human suit. 
But if you oh. don't see the zipper, it looks like he's oh, got this human oh, bent yeah. over. Okay, yeah, that's definitely what <laughs> yeah. I was seeing. He's just like, right. what, did you think we were going to use a machine for the probe? Yeah, the alien right. is sliding out of his human suit, which is sliding out of its astronaut suit. Yeah. So it just looks and like a, a chicken, dog pile that the alien and a is chicken riding like a Leonardo da Vinci flying machine. Yeah, this is yeah there's a there's a bird who has wings and yet he's flying <laughs> a Da Vinci uh, pedal copter. And then there's there's this gnome, this tiny sleeping little, with a sp- this tiny little they, gnome sleeping by a cup of tea. They were they were definitely co- digging it. They were digging into the clip art vault for <laughs> this page. Like, what do we and, have left over this month? Now you must be wondering what are they reviving the ET franchise with the alien? No, no. are they doing an Aliens sequel that doesn't look anything like Xenomorphs? Oh, oh, no. What about what are you talking about? It's, tips, it's tips about bases loaded to the baseball. It's like yeah, okay, what? All right. The interesting Whatever. thing to look for is a player biorhythm factor that helps you gauge whether a player is hot or not. And uh, what? Well, at least the uh, the little what do you guys call them? Little gnome. Yeah, the little is, uh, gnome. Yeah. yeah, that kind of fits with the Gilligan's Island game. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's the little he's the littlest buddy there is. Yeah. <sighs> all right. So hey, we do, got. Do you to... remember when Gilligan found that elf that granted him all his wishes, but none of them were getting off the frigging <laughs> island? <laughs> yeah, like. The professor spent, can build a, you know, a radio out of a coconut and a palm frond, but he can't fix a hole in a boat. <laughs> no, but apparently, apparently they can make condoms out of like palm palm fronds because yeah. you know all you those island, yeah, I, all those islands for like ten, fifteen years, and Ginger doesn't have like twelve kids. Oh well, yeah. they go with the uh, you, you know, know everyone's going to be pounding. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or they just like bent a rover and they're just like, okay, listen, we're going to have to make do until we hit land. <laughs> Or maybe Gilligan was more into the skipper, if you know what I'm yeah. saying. I, honestly, had, I think right. that uh, Gilligan's Island was a prequel to Lost, and that's why they couldn't get off the island. <laughs> that would have been great if we saw Bob Denver on the island. Like Jack and Sawyer find the sky in a ratty red shirt with a faded, uh, with, a, with a dirt-stained white hat, and he's just got a <laughs> growth of stubble on his face, and... That would have been a great, at least like oh, an outtake fuck, or something. Believe, you, know? you want to believe well, how long I've been here? <laughs> I was listening to like uh, a podcast. I forget which one, but they were saying that the different people on the island represent the different deadly, deadly sins. Like there's a there's a fan theory out there where like each each character is one of the different sins. Like I don't know. Hurley is obviously gluttony. Right. <laughs> Poor Hurley. Anyway, so what else do we have? We have Codename Viper, which. Has a, like, he's uh, taking his orders from Hitler or something? I don't know. No, the co- no Hitler's the cop. Uh, oh, okay. Good luck yeah, right. Hitler's the cop. Hitler cop. Yeah, Hitler cop. That would be a better name for the game. <laughs> that would be. I would play the hell out of that I game. I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a chimp sidekick, I'm in. <laughs> he's, got, he's got like a black Jew uh, for oh, a partner. No. And no. Then, how, are these, no. how are these two going to get along? <laughs> Tune in this Sunday and find out. (laughs) In in a sitcom spinoff, they're like trying to share an apartment with each other. (laughs) They're like, they're hilarious hijinks. What's what's mine is yours. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to write your castrol, I would say it's a nine. Did you leave the oven on again? (laughs) Oh, no. No. (laughs) All right. So it says in here. We're having having the Brombergs over. Don't forget to leave the stove on. Oh, no, no. No, too soon. 
Too soon. All right. All right. Yeah. We should move on. <laughs> and then we see tombs and treasures, uh, a laboratory. Like, we see, like, a, a Mayan pyramid. And then uh, uh, what seems to be inside this is a laboratory with a sword and a uh, two-headed ostrich emu, emu thing. And oh. it says it's two-beak. Two-beak or not two-beak? That is the question. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, and, uh, oh, well played. Next page well played. we see Godzilla. And oh, look at the sprite on that. Yeah, that is, oh. we that have is like, solid. This game okay, is terrible. Yeah, blue, blue Godzilla with his blue fire. Mothra <laughs> looks better. And then yeah, we Mothra see like awesome. the uh, Gojira with uh, mm. attacking a fucking the the uh, the space station. Mm-hmm. And then we see like Godzilla in like a Cubert isometric grid where you can jump on mountains or whirlpools Ugh, or green yeah, no. smoke. And then finally you can. Sp- you can spray bu- blue snot over what seems to be a tumor yeah. uh, that's uh, overshadowing yeah. the earth. This game is yeah, awful. Yeah, I played this game. It's terrible. And then, uh, and then there's the, a boy in his blob. I yeah, that sounds like me when I was 13, that's for sure. <laughs> Look, whatever you left in your sheets, we don't need to hear about. <laughs> Why is this sock so hard? <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, so uh, boy in his blob. It's like a little blob that kind of looks like a dick. Yeah, <laughs> complete yeah. with yeah. balls, and mm-hmm. he's got and he's just like inhaling jelly beans. He's like the mm-hmm. proto Kirby. And yeah. did uh, you guys ever play I, this game? No, but I always wanted to. I've I heard like, it's good. I like the concept of it. I played the uh, ga- I had the Game Boy version of this, and it was great. Mm-hmm. It's like a puzzle yeah. solving adventure where, depending on what type of jelly bean you feed your blob thing. He turns into different things to help you move past the level. So you can see right here, he root feeds beer. a licorice and it turned into a ladder. So like and then root beer up. turns him into a rocket. Right. <laughs> so you have to be and careful then, with the the licorice you use and and all that. It's it's an interesting game yeah, setup. And it was designed by award winning video game designer David Crane, not Bob Crane who played Gilligan. David Crane <laughs> who designed Pitfall and Ghostbusters. I don't remember either of these being particularly good games, so I guess he finally no, lucked out. Pitfall was solid. Pitfall. Pitfall was solid for game. being what yeah, it was yeah. in the Atari. Yeah, I mean, it's not really that great now, but no, it's definitely of that like Atari generation. It's one of the best. Ghostbusters, on the other hand, well, they can't all be winners, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, what's, all right, what's happening in the world of Game Boy? Anybody else want to take this? Okay, I will. So. <laughs> Dateline. Game Boy. Over 35 licensee companies are working on potential game packs for Game Boy. While nothing is in cement, well, it better not, otherwise you won't be able to play it. We put our ear to the grapevine and thought we'd pass along some of the juicier tidbits. Konami has a couple of likely candidates in the offing. Gridiron Gladiators. Castlevania The Adventure Continues. And Ultra is revving up Motocross Maniacs. Bugs Bunny may find his way along courtesy of Seika. And Hal is working on a Mahjong game. Ooh. Whoa. The, the, ga- the mm. game that kept women uh, distracted at work back with Windows 95 came out. <laughs> Ooh, Mahjong. Uh, Data East is working on a Game Boy version of Lock and Chase. Never heard of that. Nope. Well, we haven't seen anything about from LJN yet, so it looks like the future may still be bright for the Game Boy. <laughs> it's not got the kiss of the kiss of death yet. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we see win, loser, draw, and Pictionary, and it's oh, illustrated God. by this hmm. cat girl riding an ATV. 
Yeah. Because uh, that. Could you think of a game that'd be worse for the NES than Pictionary, by the way? Like, I have to try to use the NES controller to draw something. Yes, like... anticipation. It's the same game, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I couldn't think of a worse concept to try to pull off. Let, let me try to draw NES something with the D pad and A and B buttons. No, no thanks. In my disposal. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. And then, <laughs> and then Gossip. Double Dare the game, yeah. And then Gossip Galore. Uh, I've never heard of mm-hmm. any of these games, except there's a game coming out in 1990 called Time Lords, which apparently has nothing to do with the Doctor. So, oh, good luck. Uh, yeah, and I never heard of this game called uh, Wild Boys. I've heard, heard of the song? Duran Duran song. Wild Boys! <laughs> Demon Wild Sword I've heard boys. of, and i played, which is pretty fun. Um, and I haven't heard of the rest of these. Yep. Nope. Baseball Simulator 9000, the magic of whatever that word, Shesharade? Shesharade? Web World, Sh- Urban uh, Convoy. Schottenfreude? <laughs> That's what it sounded like, Schottenfreude. Shahara- oh, Scheherazade. Yeah, that, that rolls off the tongue. Mm. Kids will be asking for that for Christmas. Hey, yeah. Dad. <laughs> Every hey, little top player's... Scheherazade? Can I get Shamalama? Yeah, well, Hitler Cop might play that game. I don't know. <laughs> but, and then Everett and Lendl top player tennis, which sounds a lot like Lee Carvasso's putting challenge. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah. And now uh, we skip a bunch of crap to the <laughs> yes. Nest Journal, which tells mm-hmm. us that there's a Nintendo TV series coming out. Oh, yeah. Captain N, the, the Game, game Master. Master. I love this show. How about you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh the, yeah, and the intro is great. Where like it's a live action uh, actor, and he gets sucked into his television playing Nintendo, and suddenly he's in an animated world. Uh, the yeah, the only question I really have, except for the fact that Mother Brain doesn't look like she does in the uh, in the comic. Yeah, why do they sc- the why do they screw up Mega Man so bad? Why like, is what? Mega Man fucked up? He's blue. <laughs> yeah. They keep mentioning him. They call him the Blue Bomber, the Indigo Invader, Nintendo Power. They were on the ball. Yeah. They know what color Mega Man is. Why is yeah. he green? Was he stuck in Woodman mode? Yeah, like, yeah. Basically, is, is his system hung up? Like, is his chameleon circuit on overload? What the fuck is wrong with Mega Man? And he talks yeah. like he had uh, uh, his esophagus removed, and he has one of those <laughs> voice boxes. Hello, I'm Mega Man. <laughs> oh, wowzers, this is mega trouble. I'm having a nick fit. Do you have any patches? <laughs> it's like he... <laughs> oh, yeah. He he was using too much uh, Cigarette Man power. Yeah. And, uh, he, had to, uh, he had to have his voice chip taken out. I spent <laughs> too to long have... on the Smoke Man stage. His, his sound card had to be downgraded, and they're working on a rootkit <laughs> for him. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god! All right, uh, it's done by the same team that uh, gives us Alf and Pee Wee's Playhouse. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. masters at Deke. No, no, no. The cartoon version of Alf, not yeah. Alf. The yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. I think oh, my man. favorite. I, I, lo- I love that show. We get to see what life was like on Melmac. Too bad we never <laughs> got to see like the catastrophe that that uh, ended it though. <laughs> or there's just a giant pile of cat bones, like the cat bone mountain. <laughs> all the cat skeletons, they're just eating all the cats. Lovely. Cat bone mountain. Cat bone mountain. <laughs> My favorite episode of Captain N has to be the one that was a crossover with The Legend of Zelda. And like this is like the only cartoon version of Link that 
is is more like a hero rather than the, the other cartoon where he's just sort of like a kid. Oh, yeah, know? well, he has a rivalry with, uh, with Captain Kevin. N. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's kind of a bit of a douche. Yeah, well, they, they're it. both a bit of a douche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like I wondered, it's Captain N. It's all Nintendo licensed characters. Like they have Tetris, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he ever meet Mario? You think I would have been like one of the first people? And well, I mean, like this they had is, the Mario Brothers show. I guess maybe they weren't trying to do too many crossovers. Yeah. I don't know. This is also yeah. like mm-hmm. the world of Nintendo. Who the fuck is Princess Lana? <laughs> Why isn't it Princess Peach or Zelda? Why isn't it an actual princess? Or that even we you know? use like you could use uh, you know the Seamus or whatever uh, from Metroid or something. Whatever, whatever you want to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they had the all the villains were from video games. You had like uh, King Hippo, uh, Eggplant mm-hmm. Wizard, Doctor Wily showed up a time or two. Mm-hmm. My favorite uh, character has to be Simon Belmont though. Oh, that, oh, yeah, perfect douche. <laughs> Full of himself, always checking his hair, but also a complete wuss when actually came to doing anything heroic. I know. Fantastic. I don't, what's the point of, I don't think I ever watched this show when I was, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember this show. Oh, well, go back and watch at least one episode. Okay. Oh, I'll yeah, it's, it's cheesy, uh, but. <laughs> yeah. There were some good episodes, like when, uh, right. like, uh, when it looked like they finally defeated Mother Brain. But it was all just mm-hmm. a ploy to get them to drop their guard. And, mm-hmm. uh, then there was like the uh, w- when Game Boy showed up as a main character. Yeah. And oh, uh, God. Th- he he went to the world of Tetris, where ever, where the cars are driving around on square wheels. And mm-hmm. all right, well I'll give it I'll give it a shot. All right, anything else about uh, Captain N? Next up, we got celebrity profile for Brian Robbins. Yeah. He is the host of Pictionary. A game mm-hmm. show. Uh, I never watched. He went on to be <laughs> a director of um, many TV shows, movies, including, uh, of course, the classic. Uh, was it Eddie Murphy or Bill Cosby? Yep. You remember? Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. I went to sleep. <laughs> a movie called Norbit. When I say classic, I mean classic as in classically bad. Oh, yeah. That's the mm-hmm. one where Eddie Murphy has to, is trying to seduce himself in a fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you yep. mean like you, you just know this is how to properly judge an eddie murphy movie starring eddie murphy yay and eddie murphy fuck right <laughs> and eddie murphy oh, starring, no. oh no starring adam sandler oh crap <laughs> oh yeah yeah not a whole lot of good quotes from here unfortunately they just talk about him and no. his career no he's got yeah. he's got uh quite a mullet and he's uh Oh. He's got, like, dreamy eyes. And, he does have uh, a quote down here. Check this out. He's talking about the beach volleyball game that you and I played, yeah. John. No, no. That's actually... I went and checked. That's the one we didn't play, unfortunately. That's the other one on that page. Really? There were two volleyball games on that page, and it was the oh, one we, we didn't pay okay. to play. Well, he talks about it, the volleyball game being, like, true life. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah. You know. And uh, the next page says, <laughs> Othello Link Up. It's a bunch of, uh, it looks like Mario and then, and then like chubby Mario mm-hmm. playing. What, yeah, so Mario it looks like he's getting a uh, water enema from the pipe below him, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. a plumber that's not even plumbing. Get your shit together, And then it looks like Gorbachev is playing, I don't know, With someone Bo- else. Against Bush. Yeah, it's like, it's like Bush and Gorbachev playing Othello against each other. Glass no smash most. I yep. need more black most. 
Like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm like, where did they get, like, a political cartoonist to draw this shit? They did. I don't know. They, like, just yanked it from somewhere, And then apparently. there's, like, some uh, Japanese guy <laughs> going, like, Han, and he's, like, yeah. fighting a ninja. I mean, and like, this Thor is, just, like, is about to slice Link's head off in the bottom, it looks mm-hmm. like. There's, and there's some Link's boxer off. bent over presenting himself. Well, that, you have me there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this anyway. is just messed up. And, uh. And the, then they try to sell you the the cleaning kit, which uh, those actually do work. They're they're yeah. pretty good. Although you can also replace that with a Q-tip and some alcohol. <laughs> True. Yeah, just get some uh, yeah. rubbing alcohol. Do you know why they uh, sold these kits? I actually looked this up. Because um, people were blowing on them and to make money. Them. Well, <laughs> I don't know that it was necessarily to make money so much as it was. Um, it, they they found out what happened to. Um, Certain games when they got dirty when the when the contact chips got dirty, mm. I think it was Duck Hunt specifically on the title screen. Certain letters would disappear and it would spell like a bad oh, word yeah. and be inappropriate. Right. So rather than have to deal with like recalls and all that, they're like, "Hey, you can proactively just keep your stuff clean." And I think for people that got the original uh, game, they actually sent proactively out. Uh, a bunch of like cleaning kits. I yeah, I will say I um at one point around the year 2000 I actually found an old NES and decided I was going to rebuild it and uh I contacted Nintendo um like customer support people and they sent me a whole new um assembly for like the connection part that connects to the like from the motherboard to the cartridge. Oh wow. Like I did, I didn't have I like I I, they said like, oh, you know, they, I gave them the serial number or something They're like that. They just sent it to me. Yeah, and uh, well, I'm Nintendo, sure my ex customer has it, service. I built it for my ex, but like, <laughs> oh, uh, really? yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was, you know, well, anyway. Well, I, I completely um, gutted mine and put a through a computer inside of it. Yeah, that thing's sweet. <laughs> we we were using that for the playthrough the other night. But. All right, and then talks right, about sensational yeah. summer CES. So there's a summer yep. CES instead of a winter one. Yep. Apparently. Well, I like the uh, the intro line gets me. It says, like, have you ever wondered what it would be like to visit a magical place where it seems as if anything can happen? It sounds like they're lifting this intro from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, or Neverland Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then it says, like, uh, check out the Sears Tower, the tallest building in the world. Uh, you know, Canadian over here, CN Tower, anyone? Like, no, it doesn't count because it's just a radio mast. Come on. It's got a restaurant in it. <laughs> so it looks like they were showing off the Paraglove there, the Adventures of Lolo, and they had a giant, uh, not actually Lolo, but whatever. Lala. The, Lala, is that the, okay. The female counterpart. Is yes, Lala from Lolo. Look at the yeah. slipper she's wearing. Yeah, what the heck? It's like she's, it's like she's from Kingdom Hearts or something. Yeah, it's like she yeah. she went to Disneyland, just like knocked off Minnie Mouse to get her shoes or something. <laughs> and that mini got that jacked. belt is like under her armpits in that picture. She's she's rocking the high pants like nineteen forties like cop drama. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and then we see now. I know Asians are small, but this one can't even make it up to the screen on the Game Boy. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh god. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so they were also selling the uh, Game Boy at the at the uh, yep. convention show there and all their latest games, including, unfortunately, Fester's Quest. And it says, here's a quote oh. about this. It's fun because it's based on the TV show. 
there's Lurch and Pugsley, and the whole family thinks that everyone else in the world is crazy. Excuse me? It's not that fun. Make it fun. We played this game. It's freaking awful. Yeah. Well, this is the girl that went reporting, is because it says Abby said that she thinks. Yeah. Well, well Abby, Abby, Abby's you're wrong. a dick. Yeah, <laughs> Abby, Abby, you're wrong. Yeah. You get voted off the <laughs> island. <laughs> Clearly, Abby, you didn't even play it. The Playing with Power podcast is calling you out. That's right. Your uh, <laughs> your, your research skills are suspect. Yeah. If you still think Fester's Quest was fun, I'd like to hear from you. And then let's see. They what? Anything else on this page that we want to? I think that's it. They sell up their back issues, and they talk about what's yeah. the next issue: Iron Sword and RoboCop. So maybe they have yeah. an interesting cover there. They talk about Dragon oh. Warrior, massive thirty-six page bonus insert devoted to Dragon Warrior, complete with map strategies that's, and tactics. Is that's like almost a full-on strategy guide there? Yeah. I would yeah. say. And then they talk about Shadowgate <laughs> and Silent Service. Silent yep. service like Secret Service, but they just can't talk. Uh, it's a no. Silent service is the U uh, boats <laughs> no, from the okay. yeah. That's the uh, and the U stands says Ultra's new new submarine game. Silent service. Oh, gotcha. So and the yeah. U stands for Ultra. <laughs> okay, next up we've got the players poll contest. In third place with ten winners is autographed RoboCop game packs. So kids sign on up for the most violent <laughs> adaptation of a movie <laughs> this year. Get yourself that's one of those. As third prizes go, that's a shit ton better than a friggin' jersey. <laughs> yeah, because it's signed by, uh, it had to be, what's his Howard. name? Howard. Howard. No, the crime-fighting uh, ace himself. Who played him? I'm trying to, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, Peter Welk? <laughs> that's not his name. Robocop? Yeah, Robocop, Robocop right? Peter Murphy. No, no, no. Peter what's Welker? the actor's name? To the, to the internet. Peter Welker. Welker? He played Murphy. It's not... Yeah, he was Welker? in uh, Peter Peter Weller. Weller, that's it. Yeah. Thank you, uh, thank you, Google. <laughs> yes, he was also in uh, the Star Trek Into Darkness. Correct. So it was signed by Peter Weller. In second prize, you can get a Super RoboCop arcade unit. That's pretty friggin' amazing. That's that 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 awesome. fit in your mail. I doubt, I'd love to see that at your door. Like, yeah. you go to check <laughs> your mail and so Mom! where are you putting this? <laughs> Guess I'll put. In the You're gonna closet? sign for this? Yeah. I wonder, if, I wonder if Howard would bring it to me or not. I don't think so. <laughs> and here's the grand prize. It's probably one of the best prizes they've had That's yet. That's pretty sweet. Which is it's the grand be... prize. Win a trip for four to the movie set of RoboCop 2. That's Ooh. pretty awesome. Although, I don't... Uh, you, you better hope that... Tor Houston. You better, Houston. Hope, like, <laughs> tour, uh. you better hope children don't win this because I think that I think the parents might be like, oh, RoboCop. I mean, like, kids love robots and being a cop, I'm sure it will instill a, a nice sense of authority and trust in law enforcement with them. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, you, the get winner... to see, and then you, get, you get to see some extra have his chest blown up by squibs on this set and, like... Fuck you, dirtbag. And, and, and then she's just like, um, you yeah. should have cleared this. Yeah. I, I, we're going to hear from legal on this one. Yeah. They did put in the small print here, the winner is under the age of 18. The winner must be accompanied by an adult. But it says you meet the cop in person and you witness hair-raising action stunts. You get, to, you get an adult so someone can cup your ears and cover your eyes when an when a extra is about to blow up. If I won, I would literally be like, uh, can I just get the arcade unit instead? Like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> can so, I get a downgrade, please? Yeah. Where do I get the arcade can unit? I trade. <laughs> I trade. Yeah, yeah I have All a feeling right. this movie's not going to live up to the uh, to, to the hype. 
Wait, was RoboCop yeah. 2 good? Yeah, RoboCop 3 definitely wasn't good. I don't remember RoboCop 2 uh, being yeah. very good either. Okay, so RoboCop peaked at num- peaked in, at the beginning and then it was all downhill from there. Yeah, I don't think it should have been uh, a trilogy or It's series. at 32% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, yeah, that's probably not a good sign. It gets real cheesy in the sequels. It doesn't maintain the same level of authenticity the first one has. Did they November. have the same director? Oh, no. RoboCop 3 has a 3% rating. That's, that's Ooh, I knew that one was a shit. That, that one, one, I think it was like, How Did This Get Made? How Did This Get Made covered that one. It yeah. was, oh. I think that one is the one where he gets in the territory of like a, a little kid, like befriending him kind of stuff. Mm. Almost like Terminator 2. Monkey sidekick, like, monkey sidekick. Horribly, horribly done. Uh, <laughs> the monkey yeah. sidekick. You think yeah. of the robot monkey? That would be you awesome. Think of the Clint Eastwood that. movies with the orangutan. Yeah, <laughs> every which way, but the, but then I think every which every which way. Well, but that was the, that was yeah, the whole Lucy. point. Like in the eighties, like whenever they want, whenever like they wanted to like sort of revive someone's career or take a stab at making another movie, they would just like throw in like the random sidekick cop movie. Like, yeah. Oh, he's paired up with a dolphin. <laughs> Let's see what hijinks they get up to. Like, Could have put oh, a fish tank this, in the aquarium. Put a, this one's on land. Tom Sorry, Flipper, you're out dog. of this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Turner and Hooch. Yeah, it's a yeah. great film. Well, that, that film actually is good. I like. Oh, that. have you seen that there's a movie coming out where Kevin Spacey turns into a cat? <laughs> I was like, really? What? How is this not like direct-to-video in like 1994? <laughs> Rob Schneider is a carrot. <laughs> Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> but one day, herp a derp a derp a derp. All right. Well, I think we've reached the end of the You've issue. We've exhausted the issue. John, thanks so yeah. much for coming on and being our guest. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank How you. How can our uh, listeners get a hold uh, of please you? Please let me know. Um, I'm sure that I will uh, post on the Facebook page. Uh, I'm happy to put my contact information up, but um, I'm betting that most people want to get in touch with me already know how to get in touch with me so <laughs> the, pe- the people you want to be in touch with already know no no but anyway yes i will be sure to post on the facebook page for the podcast all right so. very good yeah. if you ever want me back please let me know i'll be happy to join you guys again Alrighty, and mike how can they get a hold of us well you can catch us on our facebook you can that's the playing with power podcast you can catch us on itunes uh leave us a rating because we've got some very nice ratings and reviews so far, but not enough to actually get a review. So if, if just one out of every three of our listeners could get on that, we'd have like at least four ratings. So <laughs> uh, get on that, please. Like, just get, get us a rating. Like, how hard is it to go to iTunes and go, hey, these guys don't completely suck. And you can also catch us on Twitter at getthepower eighty eight. And uh, what apps you're at, we're available on a couple apps too, right? Right, we're uh, available on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, ben, is there anything else we're available on? Soon to be Google, as soon as they launch their podcast service, will be available on that. And, and of course, and uh, Podbean, Podbean yeah. is our hosting service, so you can download the app for free and listen to it there. Those, I will say Stitcher is very – if you're looking for a podcast app, Stitcher is amazing because it saves where you are in whatever cast you're listening to, and you can pick it up at any other point like uh, later on on other devices. It's really cool. So. Sweet. So I suppose if you don't have the $5 spend on Pocket Casts for Android. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's me. Okay. Yeah. And uh, well, as as my closing thought for this, uh, I just have to ask. Seriously, why is Lana the leader of Video Game Land? Don't you have to be the citizen of a country to hold office? I want to see a birth certificate. <laughs> and with that final closing thoughts, I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power. And now I'm you're playing. Done. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you have to re-record it. <laughs> Suck it, bitches! <laughs> Don't worry, I'll just cut you out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll suck it anyway. <laughs> <laughs>